If you freaking don't want to fight, then you freaking might as well stop right now. Are you going to stop fighting? You're behind in this fight. Damn it. Take this. You're behind in this fight. You're now left. You got 12 minutes left. That's four rounds. What you do in the next 12 minutes, you're going to have to live with for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life. Your little son, he's not going to be told that his son beat Hollyfield. He's going to be told he beat lost to a guy named Volta. Who's brought up with no talent? You understand? Anything you feel, he's feeling the same for worse. You're just not digging. You hear me? And you can't talk about all the things you talk about if you don't perform. Now listen, if you want to live with that the rest of your life, no. Michael, it's gonna happen. You got 12 minutes. You're behind. You understand? It's gonna start here. Yes, yes, this is Knock Him Out the Box, the return, KOTV, episode 48. Indeed, indeed. My name is Vinny Paz, I'm here with my co-host, with the co-most, the Mr. Majestic Left Right Left Kid. Down on the beach. Mr. Brandon Long on the beach drinking a... Uh, what do you got a mai tai? I got, I got, I got a, I got a high noon. You ever drink one of these? It's nah, a high... I'm not, I'm not classy like that. It's a, it's a vodka soda drink. Oh but... really? Yeah. Nice. Um, but I got a Miller to chase it. That's even more gross. <laughs> it's real low life shit. You know, real that? low life shit. Yeah, it is real Long Island scumbag shit. That's right. Um, all right. What up, y'all? How's everyone doing? Chilling, 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 chilling. How you doing? What's going on with you? I'm good, man. I'm trying to finish a record. The season of your least favorite is approaching us fast. Yeah, I start. It's it's a funny thing, man. People talk about uh, seasonal depression, and when that said, it's 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 only applicable to one thing, which is the winter, and uh, it's the exact opposite with me. Yeah, you, you're, it's going to be nice and light out, barbecues, fun, oh, and you hate it. You hate yeah. every second of it. That's oh, so nice. Like the fun police. Well, here's what I think. Here's what, I, go ahead. Things that happened to me that weren't so great in my life all happened in the warm months. So I attributed some sort of psychological thing. And then I was thinking recently when, when someone asked me, well, why don't you like the the summer or whatever. And I gave him that answer. And then I thought about it. And I was like, wait, I think I hated it before anything horrible happened to me. Well, you don't like the so beach, I just, right? Oh, no, I hate it. Hey, I skied the ocean. I always loved the fall. I always loved Halloween. Like, just um, not necessarily the holiday, but like that time of year. I like Halloween. Watching scary movies all October. You know what I mean? And then hmm. there's something here, like regardless, because I was speaking to our... Uh, our good friend over in Saudi. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, so when you live in a Christian country, which we do, and there's a feeling around Thanksgiving, around Christmas, a feeling, whether you celebrate whatever that holiday you is. You like that. Not. You like you like the holiday. You like you like, wearing like a little, the... you like a little turtleneck <laughs> by the fire. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, that's what you like. like the whole feeling of that because what i was saying to our friend there was yo being someone who doesn't live i've been in muslim countries um 
actually, I don't think I've ever been in one during Ramadan, but I was like explaining this to him. And I was like, yo, is there a feeling? And he's like, oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Which, and he knew what I meant right away. You know what right. I mean? So, so I think I just like, like I ski, what's the, I could never uh, remember which is the beginning of the summer and which is the end of the summer. Memorial Day. And Memorial Day. Day. That's the beginning. Yeah. Labor Day is my birthday. Yeah, I skeeve, I skeeve uh, uh, July 4th. Why? Wait, Labor Day is always not the always. same day? No, it's yeah, different. So your birthday it's is not on Labor Day, you retard. It's around my birthday. You said it's my birthday. That whole two-week block? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's blocked off. Oh, Brendo's birthday. National holiday. Yeah, so I picture you in the winter like... Like Lloyd Christmas in Dumb and Dumber when he go when he hit, he's daydreaming about Aspen he's got on the turtleneck and he gets in the fight with the, with the kung yeah. fu guy. That's yes. you. Yeah, that's that's, that's you. That's you that's walking fair. around with your turtleneck on. And some by the say fire. some say the Philly Caesar is reminiscent of the Lloyd <laughs> Christmas haircut. So there you go. You know, <laughs> I do I do rock the Danny Garcia. There you go. Which you can say is you know yeah is a Latino Lloyd Christmas. Um. um should we start with some news and notes, or we still, will we shoot sure. shit more? Well, um, I'm, I'm just gonna enjoy this summer. Me and, uh, okay. me and Billy are gonna, me and Billy are gonna get together. Look, I'm, I'm in my. I, you I, are. I, I'm down at the beach house. You absolutely. You want to come over for a pool party? Uh, do I? You can. I'll invite you, Vin, but I, I know you're not gonna show up. Did you say Vinny or B? That third Wi-Fi B. of yours. I said B. That oh, third wife. Yeah, I thought I it come was over. the last part. Vinny can't Vinny. swim. Vinny can't that's swim. Not, he's he's got to wear water news. wingies. That's fake news. Yellow journalism. <laughs> I'm like a dolphin. <laughs> like a beach dolphin. I got extra my, swimmies. It's all right. My, my aunt in Jersey had a pool. So logically, every child in the family wanted to go there every day of the Is summer. A four foot above ground pool. Nah, it's like a Olympic size. Oh. And um. And uh, I would cry and cling to my mother's leg to not go. Yeah, because you can't swim. I don't blame you. I'm like a dolphin meets a mermaid. A merman. (laughs) A merman. No, I I think it's a mermaid. All right. I mean, whatever. These are the times we live in. We have to accept these things. (laughs) A a mer person. Right. I'm a mer person. Meets a dolphin. <laughs> In fact, I identify as a dolphin. <laughs> when at Billy, I'll fucking go there. I'll Dude. dunk Billy. I'll dunk you. I thought we already Fuck. discussed that you identify as a manatee, not a dolphin. <laughs> yeah, well, that was years ago. I changed. Uh, um, all right, go on, boys. All right, William. Uh, not that we didn't know this, B, but it's it's official. Um, Bud and uh, Errol Spence will be for the vacant ring magazine welterweight belt. We we knew, but for them to say it, you know, yeah. it, you are the man. You are the man. Right. Uh, the the winner of that fight will be the man. These decisions we've been getting lately, uh, B, are worrying me. It's not for tonight's episode at all. It's right. Not till a month off, but just throwing that out there. Uh, there's there's been two bad ones recently. Right. Like, I, I'm interested in seeing everything. The three judges, the ref, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they cut some good promos today for two dudes who I like both, but consider them both to be duds. Yeah, they're not, not, not great trash talkers. Um, it was uh, 
Uh, I, I see Spence is getting ripped on Twitter. He, he said, uh, Crawford said he has a, a fishing pole to catch the uh-huh. big fish. Uh-huh. And he says, you can't catch Moby Dick. Yeah. People are like, well, Moby Dick's a whale dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. But I there get, was a good uh, one. We smoke. Well, I'm Jamaican. We smoke bud, which I like. Oh, he did say that. I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this tank thing, man, this uh, guys, just so you remember, um, because we're bi-monthly, um, we could talk about things that you already know about, but we're just catching you up. So the tank thing happened, I think like right after our last show, but he violated. Oh man. I mean, is it shocking at all? This kid's, uh, he's supposed to stay with Calvin Ford. The kid stays at a Four Seasons hotel and a, a three point four million dollar <laughs> penthouse. I mean, you can't, you you really can't make it up. And then he says, "I can't." Well, they want me to stay in a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, it's too small for his security staff. Um, and, and then his and house then, got robbed. Then you're right. Then he reported that the mansion of Florida had been bur- <laughs> burgled, which I've never heard before. Is that word? <laughs> the hand burglar. Burglarized is the word I've always heard in my life. Um. Whoever said this used the word burgled and ransacked while he's been in jail. Personal belongings included prized boxing regalia and several collector automobiles. So they stole his whips. Like how, how much shit was there? What is his keys? Just, he's okay. Just so this kid is a boob. And he, I'll tell you what, here's, he, here's, he, here's he, what I'm thinking all right. is his, his cough friends uh, that were staying at the house, ripped them off. And those prized automobiles, are 100 unless someone comes on here and corrects me those prize collector automobiles are like quads and dirt bikes that he like probably on the property i'm gonna put money that it's his it's his quote unquote homies response yeah 100 it's his friends um and also guys the the, the thing (laughs) i was just borrowing it we're repeating the Brona thing here again with the with the he's young he keeps getting older people don't stop he's 30 he's like 47 and it's he's a kid yeah, I, I think he I, he's definitely I think he's 28. It's like, when is that? I guess when know, he's de- like when he's like elderly and dead, they're like, you know, there's always going to be someone older than you. So like, oh, he's a kid. Yeah, of course. No, people will say to me and you are oh, the kid. <laughs> and you're like, well, you're 80. So it's right. Like, I guess I'm a um, kid to you. Yeah. Uh, so was there anything surprising there to you? It wasn't to me. I mean, I, I was. No, but he- like, it's so stupid. Like, yo, they gave you home confinement. They gave you home confinement, bro. You don't have to go to jail. It's it's really amazing. Um, a few months will be twenty nine. He's twenty eight. It's right. it's um, imagine beating that case with what could have happened to you, right? And then being like, you know what? I'm still gonna apply pressure. Then right. <laughs> he cuts a promo on the judge from jail, and that gets out. So whoever did that's from another fucking boob. Right. Someone who keistered a cell phone and there's like, here, talk into this. Yes. Um, so, uh, look, man, you got to get to the point with certain people. Uh, it could be celebrities. It could be athletes. It could be your friends where enough is enough. You got to be. I, we don't make excuses for him. But when people make them, you just go, I've had enough. Right. Look, he can fight in the ring, man. I'm not going to I'm not going to be one of those people that when, when you're a buffoon outside of the ring that I'm all, all automatically going to start saying, oh, you can't fight or a bum or something because he can. Right. But I don't know where this is going to lead. It, these right. stories don't end well. The you know, he, he's friends with Brona. We can get into the Brona stuff if you want. If you don't want to. That's uh. All right. Frank Warren has declared that uh, Big Bang Zhang and Joe Joyce are going to run it back in September. Um, 
So I that's cool to me just because I'm like, well, you guys aren't really if you if they put you in with someone else, you'll probably get smacked around. And they were throwing leather. So, all right, I'll watch that again. Oh, Big Bang Zhang, by the way, is chilling in New York. Is he? Oh, yeah. He's this dude. Like, I think I don't know if he lives out here, but he's like on the scene. And he seems like a pretty funny guy. If you're on some like, I don't want to be in a commie country. New York's the place to be. Dude's just hanging out. I'm with that. I didn't know that. Our our, uh, handsome Hearn has said they've made an offer to Dillian White for AJ rematch on August 12th and are awaiting response. The negotiations will be difficult, but both AJ and White want to fight. I mean, I I, I don't care. I don't care. Um, Did Um, you see? Did you see AJ? uh, Not AJ, excuse me. Did you see very handsome, tall, glass drink of water, Eddie Hearn? Not cut it. I wouldn't. You correct me if I'm wrong. And as far as the parlance is concerned, cut okay. a promo on O'Hara Davis. Did you see that footage? I, I absolutely Where did not. They basically like O'Hara Davis tried to call him out on video and was like, how come you threw me off of like matchroom? And he just goes in on him from top. If you guys want to know how a boxing promotional company works. Google that. And it was very candid. And her, the one thing about her people criticize him. You and I don't necessarily get it, mm-hmm. but he don't shy away from telling you fucking how it is. You know what I mean? He'll tell you your shit stinks if your shit stinks. So it was very interesting. Um, I'm willing to admit that you and I, in regards to all of those guys, that if someone wrote in and told us, yo, it's location, you don't live here. You hear about one eighth of what these guys say from fighters to promoters to everyone. Right. Because I remember one time saying something about you corrected me, not a not a Brit. I was like, I, I don't feel like Dillian White talks that crazy. And they're like, bro, all he does is talk crazy. All he does is talk crazy. And then I, I I ran back every fight of his that I've ever seen. And since he's been, a, I'm doing air quotes, name, right. I've never watched buildups or anything. Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. basically uninformed. It was an right. uninformed statement on my part based on the fact that I had just never seen promos. I just seen them, you know what I mean? Like get mm-hmm. to the ring, basically walk to the ring and fight yeah, yeah. and maybe a post fight interview, you know, right. where people's um, energy changes at post fight as opposed to pre. Mm. Uh, all right. Talk to me about this. We've been, you've been a proponent of this and it's going to happen now. Um, Cause we on knock them out the box. Will fights into existence that we do. You have willed this one into existence. Your guy, your son, Sonny Edwards. My man. It looks like we're getting Sonny Edwards. And bam. And bam. Uh, this a is, more exciting fight. Look, this is yo, be good, man. I, this Sonny Edwards, um, I, I, I almost feel bad we didn't cover his upcoming fight because the guy he was fighting wasn't ranked, so I didn't think it was necessary to cover it because it was an uh, open and shut deal. He can fight. He's good. Not a lot of power, but this kid has, he he's good on the mic too, um, you know. You know what it is with him. You know when you got someone with only nine knockouts, and clearly that means you can't punch. Um, and and what does that mean? And we've talked about it. Uh, Paulie Malinaju had hand problems. Floyd who had hand problems. Hey man, ask guys who were in there with them. That shit hurts. It hurts. They can sting like Sonny yeah. Edwards shots sting. Right. It's not that clubbing 
power that you it's just this getting hit by Julian Jackson, Golovkin yeah. that switches your lights off. But bee stings aren't fun, guys. No, it so still hurts. You're, you're getting touched with lots of bee stings, lots of bee stings. And he moves well. Um, that that fight, man, I, I really can't see. We got a lot of great stuff coming. Yo, out, 2023 man. is and fantastic. It's, and it's high level, too, because yeah. it's like, yo, there's those brawls, and they're fun, man. They're fun. Right. Yeah. You're with your boys, and you, you know, you have some beers or whatever, and you, you take it back to a Blue Horizon, Philly sure. Gym War or something. They're great. We're seeing a lot of high level stuff. Yeah, this is anyway. And Steph Bolton is going to be high level chess. It's going to be brutal chess. It's going to be, you know, but no, we got Bud Spence. We got, I mean, just guys are fighting. Yes, Um, man. I don't know what happened. Some switch hit. I don't know if it was a lot. A lot of people are saying that Tank Garcia, Tank and Ryan Garcia getting that fight made and Caleb Plant uh, and, and, uh, David Benavidez getting those two fights against those two guys at this time. You know, this isn't like marination shit. This isn't this. This isn't that. Let's just get it in there, get it figured out and get it sorted. And a lot of guys are accrediting those two fights getting made uh, with this sort of uptick uh, in in exciting fights based on. Look, man, there's so many alternative ways to see a fight now right so it's not your traditional gate or pay-per-view numbers you know obviously you and i've touched on it on the show more than once pay-per-view numbers now pale in comparison to pay-per-view numbers in the past so if guys want the cash they gotta fucking they gotta fight and this is great this is uh this is essentially we're talking about nine years after the inception of it which is crazy to think of. But this was the idea behind PBC was that we're going to have this roster full of like a fight league of this huge roster. This was the Mm -hmm. this was the idea behind Showtime's tournaments that they put on, right, that we're going to get all these guys then to sign exclusivity deals with Showtime. And of course, it splinters and it fractures and guys get hurt or guys just don't make fights. Um, Charles. Right. Uh, Did you hear a rumor with that? Yeah. Jamal yeah. Charlo coming out of the two year layoff and Canelo. Yes. Um, I'd like to see it. It's part of my notes. Um, oh, the, sorry. The other, no, 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 no. Don't be sorry. <laughs> my bad. There's another, there's another part of it. It's like that or this. Right. Which I told you about, but we haven't talked about on the air because our, our Saudi plug is always, you know what I'm saying? Right. Hitting us with the info. So a lot of stuff we hear about before um eddie hearn is going to make devin haney an offer to challenge regis progray um assuming he beats danielito zorio who can fight yeah uh haney will be ringside um but but i will say this just to piggyback on that bill haney was ringside at lopez taylor bill haney was eating lunch on instagram live with aram and put it up the footage. So, and then did what, you hear the, the latest today or yesterday? Uh, I, I don't know. Give it up. They're going to offer, they're likely going to offer a Loma rematch to, to Haney. So Haney and see Haney, Haney's a kid and not really learning how to play poker. So him and Shakur are going back and forth on Twitter and obviously, after the Loma fight, Shakur was there, correct? Everybody saw that. He was in the ring. It was set up for them to have a face-off. 
Yeah. Haney says, and it got screenshotted. Haney says, you weren't even part of the three fights that Bob was talking about. Okay, so I heard that the three fights Bob has for Haney, because now he's a free agent. Right. Guys, if you don't know what we're talking about here, why are you talking about Eddie Hearn and Bob Arum? How is that possible? There's going to be a bidding war for There's going to be a bidding war for Devin Haney, and he's the guy. Right. Uh, if, if you believe he won that fight, which we don't. Anyway. We don't, but uh, you know what? Got to give him credit for taking tough challenges. And this is, this is what you get out of that. So Agreed. Agreed with all that. I heard that the three fights that Bob is dangling mm-hmm. is Shakur, Teofimo, and a little Machenko rematch. Mm-hmm. Eddie Hearn is dangling Regis Progre. Um, uh, I mean... What do you think about that? If you're Haney, if you're his father, what wh- wh- you got? You got four four nice fights. I love Regis, but that's all risk, no reward. Um, if you're Haney, if you're Haney, dude, that's re- that's reward for us. Like we elevate Haney. You know what I'm saying? If you beat Regis, but that's not a big money fight. Regis is like a boxing heads guy. Yeah, My right. Guy. I, I sometimes because we do a fucking boxing podcast, we forget like right. we in our heads, these guys that fight well are all even on the plane of money. Right. They're, they're just not. You they're know what not. I mean? Like like Tank Devin Haney's a monster. Fight. Right. Tank uh, uh, Devin Haney program could be maybe the better fight. It's one thing right. much people care. Like we, you know, speaking of Calvin Ford, he apparently called out. Devin Haney today and yes I saw too he's, like, he's he's saying now now we're ready for the big fights was the quote you're delusional then tank needs to sign with top rank or matchroom to get those fights you you have now this see this is what happens to these guys and this is this is essentially what happened to Terrence Crawford on the other side of the fence Crawford looks around he goes fuck I'm the only welterweight at top rank yeah I gotta get the fuck out of here if yeah. I want fights tank is gonna have to have when he gets out of fucking jail, a come to Jesus moment about where he wants to go, you know, and it's either he 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 went the route where PBC and Oscar work together. Right. Mm-hmm. So they did that. If And again, Ryan is a popular fight. Right. But that hasn't done much. In terms of the air quotes, boxer heads for tanks, uh, you know, mythical pound for pound amongst the uh, boxing fans. Right. Mm -hmm. So like the boxing heads are like, yeah, great. You did what you were supposed to do. Now go fight these guys. Tanks Tanks got his group of fanboys. He does have uh, a a solid base and they're like, oh, Tanks, you know, he'll he would beat this guy. He but he ain't making the fights. And right now he can't make the fights because now he they Calvin Ford's probably either Calvin Ford is so stupid. He's just saying anything, which could be a Mm -hmm. possibility. It's a strong one. Or B, he's realizing that they have zero leverage to get a decent fight unless they go to another weight class and tank. I, I don't think he's going to be good at 47. I think he'll be rather ordinary. Um, I, I have I have no data that suggests he won't be ordinary at 40. Well, I, I'll I'll say one thing. And I'll say it here first. 
in terms of a guy needing a fight with Regis Progre, Tank needs that fight more than Haney does. Absolutely. So we may, I don't know. if. And if I love that fight. I love that fight. It'd be great. I think the lead up would be great. The thing about Regis is that dude ain't afraid of nothing. He's like, a goon, man. And, and he ain't afraid of the lights. You know what I'm saying? Like he nah, cuts a good promo. He's a goon. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd love to. I love his like, uh, like New Orleans drawl. Uh huh. You know, like when he talks shit, like, and he's uh-huh. just a hundred percent hard. Like, dude started boxing and he was a Katrina uh, transplant to Houston, and he picked up boxing in Houston. Um, but he reps still reps New Orleans, so he like he lives in Texas, but. Dude just wandered into a gym one day like, yo, I'm new to town. I just started, you know, putting it on people. I love that he hits the tires mm-hmm. instead of a heavy bag. He punches mm-hmm. fucking. He's he's old school. Through he's old through. school, baby. He's. um, Yeah. So, look, uh, you know, Haney Progre. I don't know. Eddie Hearn's got to throw a lot of money at you. Yeah. To do that. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. take that fight. Because like we say, that's all risk, no reward. Unless the said reward is a lot of money. Right. You know, um, and is I, that- I'm starting to think after this last series of of like sort of tidbits we've gotten mm-hmm. that, that that fights much further away than I would have thought a week ago. I hear you. I hear I, you. I'm thinking, look, if they make the Loma fight in their eyes, we fought Loma. We got through it. Loma is will now be six months, eight months, mm-hmm. nine months older. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, we've seen what he can and can't do. We can work off of that. Mm-hmm. We, we can use length, strength. We'll have all the bargaining power. Um, As a fan, I want them to run it back. I, I say I say that's the last option of the four, if we're including Eddie Hearn and Aaron that I laid out. I, I think that he takes that fight before he takes. I If, if Aaron locks him into a three-fight deal, Loma's in that three-fight deal. Oh, well, OK, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. that. Is, so supposedly it's a three fight deal that Aaron, you know, I think that's what Bob is offering people now. Yeah, I mean, if you if you look, if the, your options are Teofimo Lopez, Shakur Stevenson and Vasil Lomachenko in your three fight deal, you're going to make a boatload of money and you're going to get all the respect in the world. Right. That was three in a row. Now you're stepping in to an elite level that you and I have critiqued him for not stepping into. Up right. So now. Right. You know what I mean? Starting with the Loma fight, win, lose, right. or draw. Um, Emmanuel Navarrete, who I love, is going to uh, defend his super featherweight world title versus Oscar Valdez on August 12th. I, I, I don't see much there left with Oscar Valdez. Me neither. Um, I, so I, I don't know what to say about it. It, it. it could just be one-sided. That's probably how it plays out. In my I think mind. They're, they're giving Valdez because he's a name, the former champion. They're going to give him another. Did he was this last fight for a belt? Wasn't right. Valdez. Yeah. That comeback fight. Yeah. Where we said he looked bad. It was the comeback after the Shakur loss. We were like, eh. yeah, no, it wasn't for. A OK, belt. so I they're giving him a, a shot against. Yeah. Navarrete. Navarrete, of course, as everyone knows, is the very unorthodox uh, sort of fighter. Super uh, unorthodox, throws a bunch of punches, right. hit hard, hit you from weird angles. Goon. So it can either be Valdez uses his technique. I mean, guy has a good jab. He just doesn't use it all the time. Um, and 
they could be matchmakers maybe banking on that if if they feel like he's a more bankable star or they're just cashing him out. I so I think that adds a little intrigue to it. You know, um I do like to see these coming right back. Uh but I I didn't see much there and I, we agreed on that um in yeah. this last fight. Um so I'll tune in of course, but sure. I don't uh, I, I'm not that high on it. No, neither am I. Uh, as we spoke about earlier with AJ and a potential Dillian White fight, more updated than that. Look, guys, we told you a while back because of our Saudi plug, a while, while, while back that they're trying to do this unheard of massive um, yeah, a card there with the four, really the four heavyweights. That it's on, you know, AJ, Wilder, Usyk, Fury, you know, it, yeah. it could be a mixed match of all of them and rematches, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, so the, the, the company over there is called Skill Challenge Entertainment. Um, Usyk signed with them. So more recently than the Dillian White, uh, Saudi Arabia Skill uh, Challenge Entertainment uh, has given, uh, sent an offer to Eddie Hearn for Anthony Joshua to fight Wilder in December. Mm-hmm. That would be what they're hoping for is to have that fight and uh, Usyk uh, Fury, same card. In the same card, yeah. which would I I can't fathom the how huge. And they're um, and this is public knowledge. They're currently trying to make Badu Jack and Canelo. Yeah, that's what that's that's my next little note oh. because we spoke about both hearing about the Charlo possibility mm-hmm. the other one is badu jack for badu jack's cruiserweight title um but apparently at a catch weight yeah, well yeah and then uh apparently eddie reynoso is like iffy about it i i don't know wh- why uh is it because it's not a big fight well when you're dealing with it over there it's it's gonna be big no matter what yeah, i i don't know what the fuck is going on with canelo right now neither do i and neither do i this is just it, most of this stuff sounds like shit on a wall. We'll see what sticks. It, it does. Like, let's this, let's tease I, this and see what the listen. As far as Canelo is concerned, what the public wants, and because Eddie Reynoso is a listener of this show, yeah. um, and so is Sal Canelo. I call him Sal because I uh-huh. we, we grew up together. Yeah, I know. I knew him before Canelo. Sure. So Sa- Sal, he was the cinnamon dime. That's it. I, you know, guys, Benavidez is the fight everyone wants to see. You can tease what you want. No one's going to be super excited unless you tell us it's Benavidez. Um, so uh, a guy, Amr Abdullah, who is uh, either a spokesman or works for or works with uh, Skill Challenge Entertainment, said that Badu Jack on that was 90% agreed in Saudi. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, uh, weight could be an issue fight would be from Jack's cruiserweight world title, but Canelo's team want to catch weight. So it's like, yeah, all right, man, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know here. Uh, lastly, Dimitri Bivol has like officially declared that the Canelo rematch is not happening in September and insisted he's focusing on an undisputed lightweight world title fight with better But then there's that issue with the, the Russian shit and the WBC Mauricio Suleiman not willing to work with anyone from the the from there because of what's happening uh i don't i don't know why a fighter would have to suffer you know 
mm-hmm. an athlete would have to suffer right. because of what's going on between Russia and the Ukraine. That's crazy to me. But I don't know if you have anything to say about that. How are you going to pursue that when people are flat out saying we won't allow it? Right. So, okay, you want to pursue it. And then Suleiman saying, I, I, I don't know. I, it's strange to me. The I, I really I don't have much to say about it. You know what I mean? I just right. I, I. I don't know. OK, let's move on then. Um, let's talk about uh, Teofimo Lopez, Josh Taylor. Uh, we both predicted I was a lopsided beating. Um, wow. More wrong we could not be. I think we disagree on Crow. what happened here. So let's go. I got to eat some crow. I'm eating some oh, crow. I, I got to eat go. crow. But look, when, when your pick is that off, like mine was, I said they would stop it in between the 10th and 11th. That's what I said. I said the 10th. I said, uh, so, you, you I, I said someone's not getting Right. Now we um, can get into why. This is really. Wow. So. Um, my buddy, uh, my buddy Jesse sent me, uh, he's doing research on this because he, he was high on Tia female looking good. Okay. Lopez is going to look good. And, and I said, remains to be seen. I think Lopez mentally shot. Um, he's, he said when, when Tio's on, he's very difficult, you know, and he was on in this fight. No one knew if his power was going to carry, but he sent me a blurb. Um, and, uh, it's Joshua talking about by the fifth round is he said, I had no legs. Um, I felt tired. Uh, I couldn't concentrate. And Josh Taylor said this. Yeah, Josh Taylor. Yeah, I'll read the quote now. Uh, Yeah, that's odd because he was very much doing the no excuses. I felt great. No, no, I don't think it's an excuse to say I have no legs in the. No, 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 no. I don't either. What I'm saying. He said um, after. Okay, so excuse me. Josh Taylor on Lopez fight. My legs were gone by the fourth, fifth round. I strayed from the game plan. This is what Josh Taylor said. I heard him say that. That's different to me than my legs were gone. After about four, after about four or five rounds, I told my trainer, Joe, in the corner, my legs are away. Josh recounted to Boxing News. My legs are gone here. And because I was having success with the left hand, I was kind of loading up a bit, stopped working off the front hand, and I strayed away from the game plan and never executed it that well. Look, uh, when you're wrong and you got to eat crow, there's different ways you can go about it. And 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 that could be to heap praise upon Teofimo Lopez and his performance. Uh, you're not gonna get that from me. I don't know, I'm not sure what we're gonna get from you yet. Uh to Look, me if I thought a guy was gonna get thoroughly dominated and then he didn't and he and he actually picked the shit out of the other guy, which is what he did, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him some praise. Uh a lot of praise. Um yeah, I'm not. I think Taylor's done. I thought I, I agree with you. I don't disagree with that. I thought the, the Catterall fight was a fluke. If so we go back and both name our favorite fighters from back in the day more, not so much now from back in the day, we can pick some rare fight against some guy that was a mandatory and our oh, yeah. guy that we love. Kind of shit the bed. Didn't lose, but like, yo, that was not an impressive victory. And it just happens, man. It just does. And that's what I thought it was. Right. And for, not, for, 
yeah, for me, you know, it, it, Taylor's in a weird spot, too, because he's not a big enough puncher for 47. He's a bigger guy for 40, so he can't make that comfortably. You throw him in the mix at 47, he's he, he won't do well. And he's 32, right? Lo- another long amateur career guy. And he's had, I think it was 139 and 0 were his like opponents. So mm-hmm. no soft touches. Hey, yeah, man. he had a, he had a four four year run, maybe six fight four right. year run that was kind of crazy. Right. So that happens, guys. This this it's he's sort of a throwback in terms of that, and guys really didn't fight into their thirties historically. You know, like he, you, he looked like shit. Looked like shit. He looked good the first few rounds. I was like, all right, here he goes. He's Let doing really well. He's landing the left hand. Let me ask you a question in retrospect. Let me ask you a question. Uh, it'll be over 20, over 20 years or maybe 20 years. Looking back, are you as impressed with Ricky Hatton's win over Kostya Zoo now as you were then? Yeah. So you sure. still are? Sure. Okay, I'm I, not. I, I tell so this yeah. is where we're going to, this is where we're going right. to, and we apply it here and we think the same exact way. You're right. impressed. I'm like he beat a shot guy, and I think he if if, if Kachizu had anything on a high level left, he wouldn't have. That wouldn't have ended that way. He would have. Yeah, but that but that's also due to the fact that Hatton was a fucking buzzsaw at that point. I don't know if anybody was fucking with him in that division around that time, 2005, 2006. Um, he was a fucking absolute animal for that up until like the Floyd fight. Um. That, you know, he was he was kind of jacking in between two divisions. But Hatton, so your suggestion is that you believe a prime Hatton would breed a prime zoo. No, I don't believe a prime. But again, it doesn't I don't denigrate a guy's win based on a guy being past his prime. Kostya Zoo also was hardly ever healthy. I mean, if you look, the guy was hurt often in his career. It's why he had not that many fights compared to other fighters. Similar. Not yeah, I think he had 27, style. 28 fights right. in that era. People had 50. Right. So, I mean, people now, when you start to look towards the tail end of their career, like, oh, shit, he's got 40 something fights. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. um, No, it, it, again. You know, uh, just because the guy's not at peak prime, but he could be slightly below that. A guy like Hatton coming up, that's what's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? I believe so you, that it, wins. I have always believed that wins or big wins, right? Mm-hmm. Or huge wins in this case. A guy's the real guy now, 40, according to who he beat. Everything's based on that guy's next fight. If Josh Taylor comes out, fights a real guy, let's just throw a name out, Virgil Ortiz. He goes up to 47 and beats Virgil Ortiz. Then the Teofimo win looks amazing. Right. If, 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 if Taylor stays at 40, gives Catterall a remit. Get, rematch runs it back, it's battered, goes up to 147, fights just an ordinary guy, gets battered. I go, eh, the guy with the, the Caterall fight is when he got old overnight. It happens to every guy. It, you can't fight for all the time. Right. I mean, but you get the the the, <laughs> the the thing now, boxing Twitter, uh, you know, everyone was shitting on uh Teofimo Lopez, uh, with reason, but now it's we're all tucking our chain. We're all saying we were wrong. We're all eating crow. And look at his accolades. He beat uh, Lomachenko for all the marbles at 35 and just beat 
Josh Taylor for all the marbles at 140. Well, the one guy had one arm and I and he was flying your head the second half of the fight. And this guy, in my mind, is shot. I have to wait to see what he does next to know if he is or not. Yeah, but so I, it's a wait know, and see approach with me. Again, I could have gone the other way, though. He could have, uh, you know, he stepped up as a younger guy, beat Loma, fought Loma, you know, got the fight. A lot of guys in his position wouldn't have. And with Josh Taylor, he moved up in weight, didn't look good against Sander Martin and fought. I thought he, I, I thought he might have lost and, and fought, fought a top guy. He's inconsistent. We can say that. But to say he he looked good on Saturday and he, he would, have, in my opinion, would have looked good against anybody. The problem with him is the second the fight's over, he says he retired. He says this. It's all like narcissistic bullshit because like even the win isn't good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like even the fucking win he got isn't good enough for him. So he's got to draw more attention to himself and say, this is it. I'm retiring. I don't uh, get paid enough. This guy's making this many millions. Da, 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 da. Uh, you, you, nothing, none of the stuff we said about him. Let, let me, so we're, we're completely, He's still not likable. We're on the opposite ends of what happened in that fight and where his place is now in boxing. But we're absolutely still in agreement that every assessment we gave of him outside of the ring is still applicable. Yeah, I mean, it's, from mental illness to disability to his father being a bozo to all of that still sticks. Whether did you agree with me, did you see the Krieger play? Yeah, yeah. It's almost it's like it's depressing slash nauseating slash sad slash depressing. It's it's so many things. There's so much going on emotionally there. Um, If if I found him to be a likable kid, I'd be crushed. But I don't find him to be likable. So it's just sad. And and I don't want anyone to deal with that. Right. I don't you know, there's there's, there's if you guys don't if you guys don't know what we're talking about, um, Lopez is doing pre-fight interviews with ESPN. Uh, Mark Kriegel uh, is doing the interview and Kriegel asked about Lopez, which and rightfully so Kriegel is a journalist. He's supposed to ask this stuff. He asked about Lopez's comments about black fighters on top rank uh, and how he thought they got preferential treatment and what he meant by it. If you Can I say one thing before you finish. Yeah. M- most of the interview up until this point, it was just Kriegel and Teo. Then his father came in. Around this time you're talking about. Yes. Which the whole energy, guys, watch it. Everything shifts. Right. So. Basically, Lopez and his father have a spat because the father is trying to tell him not to answer the questions. He says you're going to ruin everything. That's the core. I believe that's the core. Right. And don't feed into this. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm not feeding into it. I said something. I, you know, I fucking. Yeah. Basically, then he tells his father be a man. Yeah, told his own dad to be a man, right? Or something like that, right? Is that what he mm-hmm. said to? Him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's the relationship sucks, but the thing is, I gotta say this: like that's, I don't know who let him in the room while they're trying to conduct an interview. You know what I mean? That's that's Absolutely. the fault. That's the fault of ESPN. But I tell you right, this you fucked up Kriegel's whole vibe. You know when he's, it's hard to do an interview. Kriegel has his notes. It's a job. Kriegel so, got vexed. Kriegel's a journalist. Kriegel he is an bar- old school. He barked on the father. Right. And Kriegel's not a small guy and Kriegel's boxed in his own right. And he's a he's a he's a regular old New York dude. And he's a motherfucking New York. He grew up right. near the garden, the original right. garden. He ain't right. a bitch. No, Kriegel, Kriegel will give you the business. Yeah. Um, so again, this was like a, a, a pack of old school New Yorkers in a room yelling at each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh it's just the level of unprofessionalism. 
I don't know if you saw the weigh-in where the father starts flipping off the media. Um, get rid of this fucking guy. I, I did. Did you notice this, though? Um, top rank post Haney Loma has actually taken action as far as the weigh-ins are concerned, uh, and they are no longer doing face-offs. Did you see that? And it's I, I, yeah. it's be, it's because they don't want to. I actually don't blame them from a money standpoint. You know, someone gets hurt at one of these things. You know, you know what I mean? And we, you and I might not hear about the injury. Right. But. I think an MMA guy in one of these things like uh, had some vertebrae damage due mm-hmm. to a push. Um, they, they, yeah, they, I, I, they're protecting their product. You know, uh, again, we talked earlier in the show, the pay-per-view numbers and the money and every cent counts now. You know what I mean? There's really nothing expendable at this point. No, there isn't. They're going to app based everything. Uh, Piracy is at will only get better. Mm -hmm. Uh, They cannot risk one of these shows not going on. Absolutely. So so guys and I, you know, I was as far as because I like watching people fight. I like the 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 pre-fight stuff. But really, it's it's ridiculous that that happens or has happened in the past. And historically, guys fighting at a press conference, Mm -hmm. it 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 really does run the risk of fucking up the entire show. Um, So as much as I'll miss the Marco Antonio Barrera, Eric Morales. Yeah, yeah, where where you're actually throwing right hands. Yeah, punching each other in the face. um, I completely understand why. It will likely be a thing of the past now. Yeah, I understand protecting your investment. I mean, the yeah. theatrics sell fights, but it's six in one hand, half dozen in the other. You know what I mean? Right. If it ruins the fight, then what does it matter? Right. And I also think at, at that point, like at the way in the, the afternoon or evening before the fight and the people who are going to watch it are. I mean, they do press tours for like three months. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, and I liked watching Caleb Plant and, and Canelo fucking fight or oh, uh, you know i do i got I, i'll admit it I, I do it's not like i'm like i'm outraged by this right um, right, right i like it because i like watching that shit but i understand i thought i think you and i even talked about it like what are you doing canelo you know like you just bare knuckle punched your fucking opponent in the face we you know, did like, talk about it well the, i mean there's and, he also was ble- going, and he was bleeding there's yeah there's there's gonna be uh one thing you can't contain is genuine disdain Right. I these these histrionics and we're going to make this look like it's something it's not. That's whatever. I don't care. That doesn't interest me. But when motherfuckers really don't like each other, man, it's going to be hard to contain that. Yeah. When you're saying, well, we're not going to do this anymore, this anymore, this anymore. Like, you know, okay, so, uh, you know, this guy pushes this guy. Well, we'll look at the footage of Lomachenko. And Haney walking just down the corridor together. Yeah. Now there had been genuine hatred there, like or or genuine hatred between the camps. Like, well, I don't know what, what's going to happen there. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. if if the goons that Benavitas be with was walking down the same corridor as Plant's team, I'm telling you, it would have popped off at the same point yeah. as you know that we saw of right. Uh, so, Lomachenko so you're and, saying keep it like on a fight to fight basis. Or do you think just keep no, like I'm just uh, saying, I don't uh, think that you can contain it. I, you know, right. you could say we're not going to do face offs here. All right. Well, then when I see you in the when I see you in the 
in the MGM Grand lobby. Lobby where yeah. like where everyone sees each other. If it's really like that, it's going to mm. be like that. Yeah. You know? Maybe not between fighters, but certainly between teams because they're always the buffoons. You know, if you go back to Riddick Bowes, Brownsville guys, you know, uh, you know, with Larry Donald. Yeah. You know, whether it's the fan man fight, the Galata fight, you know, who you, who you have around you can or always J- be John Gotti the third and uh, Floyd Mayweather yeah. this past uh, weekend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who uh, who slumped? Was it the Durrell's? Uh, yeah. Who was it? Yeah. Who hit him? Yeah. Hmm? So, I mean, things like that. It's like, all right, you can like hope to contain this, I guess, but it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, we, we, uh, this, this is the most, uh, on the opposite sides of the fence we've been since we've done the show. Well, I mean, uh, the I'm next unimpressed the, the, on every level, I don't, th- you think he looked good. I think yeah, he looked, looked good. Like shit. Um, you can performance. Look- you think that performance he put in would have beat other elite guys at 40. I don't. I do. It's not hard to do that flashy, I'm athletic, Broner-esque shit to, like, a squared-up white dork who is, isn't is really athletic. He's very workmanlike, even in the great performances. Just workmanlike, good job. Uh, come see, up no, I, I disagree. I disagree, especially against... Um, against uh, there's a lot of shit that you're not giving him credit for then. Um, against Ramirez, he... He had one of the best slip counters I've seen, especially from a South point in a long time. The problem was he his reflexes, tailors are so shot now that he but when he normally would slip and counter, he was getting he was eating those punches against Catterall too. Catterall was throwing leaping punches and hitting Taylor. Taylor, to me, should get his eyes checked. I don't know if like the guy has bad eyesight, but he does not see the punches coming at him anymore. And he didn't against Lopez. I'm not denigrating Tio's someone on the other end of that has to be making that happen. What no. I'm saying is Taylor's reflexes to me seem the most shot. And I don't disagree that he's shot. I, I, but I also think Lopez looked good. Look, I hate, 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 hate styles make fights. Um, even though there's truth to it. And I believe that he had a series of fights against a series of really good guys that happened to play right into his style. Josh Taylor, you're talking about. Yes. None of those dudes had what um, you and I refer to as that athletic style. Uh, I know you're going to say pro grade does. And I, not, I just not think necessarily. He's a goon. I just think he's a goon. Um, that that runner certainly not. Um, who did he who did he uh, unify against? Who was just there and said he wanted the winner? Ramirez at the fights. Ramirez. Yeah, that's these he's, are no, athletic. He, he's a swarmer, but Victor Postal's athletic, hundred percent athletic fighter. Um, Ryan Martin was athletic and uh, what you might call it knocked him out. Um, but right, look at Ryan Martin, aka Shrunken Julian Jackson, is was a hype job. I mean, he still got knocked out. You know what I mean? And he's still an athletic fighter, and he's a hype job because he lost to. Well, he look, lost this mayor Copa, this mayor Copa that you want to come for me will come after Josh Taylor fights again and looks I, great. I, I actually don't think we'll see Josh Taylor fight again. 
but it's it doesn't it, again i i don't i don't i don't denigrate guys wins you know what i mean it's he still showed up and he still beat the brakes off him i mean you're basically saying like you so like i when you think of the how how great larry holmes is you you're thinking of his win versus ali no but i don't think i don't think tio's history is 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 not it's not done so yeah in the in the scheme of things is Marciano's best win, Joe Lewis? No, of course not. It's the it's the win that basically put him on the map. But I also think that's an unfair comparison of, you know, look, we just got done saying Taylor was 139 and 0, or fought opponents that were 139 yeah, and 0. or something. Right. Yeah, whatever it was. So it doesn't athletic or not. So all of it was good matchmaking. He's just not that good. I mean, he's on everybody's top 10 pound for pound. List. No, 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 no. I'm saying that you can matchmaking is massive, man. I look at Miguel Cotto. It's like maybe in the history of the sport, the most well-managed fighter of all time. If you put a gun to my head and say, who is the most well-managed fighter of all time? Always catching guys where it's like, yeah, he's in his prime, but he's kind of not like a Mosley or like. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you you can nitpick almost every fighter's career and do that with fights. You know, where does that where does that start and where does that stop? Like, I, I again, I think that I think that the I think that well, it's, considering that I think Miguel Cotto is the most overrated fighter of the last two decades, we can say we, oh, we can start there. Law marquee matchups got trashed. Um. Uh, you know, what's the big, we, uh, he bought a, beat a no-legged um, Maravilla who would have drubbed him in, in his prime. Yeah, I mean, that was past both their primes at that point. But the, you know, the, I, I just look, I, when I think you're the most well-managed, smartly managed guy in the, in the modern era, and... But I don't think that's the same. First of all, Taylor, A, a an Olympic-style fighter out of Scotland, right? With no real backing, Scott, Scotland. Ken Buchanan's the probably the only other notable fighter from Scotland. Um, this wasn't like a a cultural icon, and the second coming of Ken Buchanan, like Cotto was the second coming of Tito. So again, I I feel like it's another. I don't think Taylor's career is that of like high level matchmaking. There was fights he was supposed to lose and he won. No, I think Josh Taylor was good, but I also think that if you look stylistically at these guys that he beat, even though I think they're good, including program, who I love, or again, I'm forgetting his name again, and I don't know why, who fought uh, Ramirez, Maurice Hooker, Ramirez, Jose right. Ramirez. Yeah, Jose Ramirez. Yeah, like the, it's like certain styles and then you get a guy who these 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 like post Floyd athletic guys? He's he's doing dances in the ring. He's dancing and bolo punching and and he, he threw a punch where he leapt. It's it's like that shit isn't flying on a guy that's that's got it all there and together. That he's gonna uh, do him. He's gonna do him the way that uh, Chino Maidana did Broner. If that's a guy with all that's 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 still in his physical prime and able to get get off no, the I'm shock, not, I'm obviously saying Taylor's not in his physical prime anymore. I still don't take away from Lopez's win. Yeah, we're not going to agree on that. 
I don't. All right, like, that, like I, I said, you can do that with every single fighter in the history. You could always look for like the little, yeah, with, with, the little with, with one with one particular fight. Yes. Yes. Very rare in boxing. Do you get guys totally prime like even even this? So in 10 years from now, if Spence beats the shit out of Crawford next month, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's just going to say oh, Crawford was old. Yeah, but it's, it's also you're also you have to have to surround it by things. We we were like talking about Taylor Catterall. We're like Taylor's going to knock this kid around, and he didn't. And, and some didn't, right. people think he lost. Some right. people think he lost. A lot of people did. It's probably 50-50 if you you know ask people in boxing who they thought won. You know, right? But then Lopez also lost to Cambosis. You know what I mean? So and then look. Yeah, I think he looked and, like and look and look Sandra Martin and look and looked pedestrian against Martin. Right. So he definitely didn't look pedestrian in this fight. What and are we guys have these type those two type of I'm not saying he's fucking prime Floyd. What I'm saying is I just don't de again. I don't denigrate the win. I don't think that it's it's I don't I think it's unfair to the fighters to do that. And I think that, you know, you just it's a good win. It it I, do I say it? No, and I don't I wouldn't put him like I wouldn't put him top 10 pound for pound now. I would say it's a good win, bordering great win for Lopez. But for the history of boxing, is it a great win? No, it's a good win for Lopez. And I think he looked good. But again, I don't think in talking to you, I don't think you that you ever think Lopez looks good. Right. I mean, you don't really like him. This like you just said, I don't like the dancing, the athleticism, the bolo punching. If, um, if if that, if that translates into a win, like, and it's not the way that you, you know what I'm saying? Like, th so that means it's this is this well, is does just it translate into a win against Regis Progray. Well, what uh, if it did? Against, what if it did? Then so hypothetically, to, then you have to start saying, okay, it's the same way when Kobe came out of high school, right? And he made the comment about not wanting to come to Philly, right? You know, it's not a good thing. To say. I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I mean, he got booed at the Philly All-Star game. Like, this city doesn't forget anything. Was that him and it's for, like, for, for rapping in Italian? Was that that All-Star no, game? No, it was for the com... Uh, no, no, no. Did you ever but, see that? Yeah, yeah. His Italian's actually perfect, including the accent. Right, but the rapping in Italian is... Uh, yeah, no, his rapping in English wasn't any better. Not so bad. So, um, <laughs> look, him saying... Uh, it's a weird I don't time. want to go to Philly, et cetera, et cetera. And I hate this motherfucker and blah, 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 blah. And there just comes a point where you don't like someone and you, you go, I, I know I, I did the same shit with Brett Favre. I did. I've done it with other athletes in other sports where eventually I have to. You know, right. You don't like Brett Favre. I didn't. And then oh. I was like, I can't keep hating on this dude. He's an animal. Right. Gotcha. And it was like with Kobe, I was like, I can't keep hating on this kid. He's a beast. And it's like it's it's and that's and that respect is earned when I don't like someone or their game or them personally or both of those things. Like I still haven't er, I don't I dislike Westbrook and think his game is up awful. And I will probably take it to the great because he's a cancer to a team. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, his okay. game is atrocious. If you know hoops, it's the pits. He's so there's never going to be. Oh, I, 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 I you know, um, 
I came around, you know? Mm. Oh, I can't like, it was like, I hated Favre for whatever reason. I hated Kobe for what he said. And it just, it just comes, oh, yo, this guy's a killer. I can't dislike I, him. I hated Tyson Fury. He came around. Then I liked him. And now I hate him again. I'm exactly with you, except that I, 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 I'm annoyed. It's, where the end I is hate, hating him. him, I'm annoyed. I hate him. It's hated him, came around. Now I'm annoyed. Yeah, he started. I started to like him. Yeah, because he did an interview before he fought Vlad. And he's like, this is exactly what I'm going to do. And he went and did it and executed yeah. it. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And, and then I hated him when he like ran up on Wilder after the Spielka fight and didn't do anything, didn't fight, became a fat blob, mm-hmm. then lost the weight, came back, took fights, arguably beat Wilder, then beat him again. And then I liked him. And now. I hate him again. So I don't like Tiafimo Lopez. I think I criticized him enough at the beginning of the show. Again, I just don't take away from a guy on a comeback win against the guy who was rated by everybody top 10 pound for pound. Agreed. So, Agreed with what you're saying. I'm, I don't mean I'm agreeing. You're right. You know, he was he was he was inactive long enough to be taken off pound for pound list, but he was the pound for pound guy. Right. He was the guy at four. Right. And I think and, 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 and there was I think no he, argument. You know, he beat everybody at the weight. So I don't know if he's in certainly in the Scottish Boxing Hall of Fame. I don't know if they'll put him in the in Canastota, but he's really good for four years. I don't think he's going to be good anymore. Um, I don't think I, I don't know where Tiafimo Lopez goes from here at 40. It's uh, not going to go well. I think I'd pick him over Haney at 40. Be interesting. I'd pick him over Haney at 40. I don't think Haney does much above 35. But I don't think Haney does much moving forward, regardless of who it is. It's going to be a murder. It's going to be a murderer's row for him. I mean, if it's he's got nothing but tough fights ahead of him. And that guy seems to be willing to take tough fights. And if you fight the way he's fighting, like staying in the pocket with his style and the guys he's fighting, it's not going to be a very long career, but hats off to him. He's doing what we want guys to do. So, yeah. All right. Uh, did you watch Jaime Mungia versus Sergey Derevinjian? Yeah. Because I have a lot to talk about there. Well, no, not a lot to talk about. Yeah. I just, this we, is kind we, of an insignificant fight, but yeah. It's so. Right. Right. And that's the important part of it. Because when robberies happen to insignificant fights, no one's talking about it on Twitter the way they were talking right. about the robbery. Okay, I'll, I'll say this. I didn't score it. Okay, I did. Okay, so then you talk about it and I'll comment on. Okay. What was your well, score? 115-112. Eight rounds to four. And the under knockdown and the twelfth. Okay. I had it eight rounds to four, Derevinchenko. Right. Minus a point for the So yeah, so that would be one fourteen, one twelve, right? If Derevinchenko lost the No, the point. no. One <laughs> fifteen, one twelve. If there wasn't a knockdown, it would have been 116-112. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 115-112. And this tirade that you went on, I I don't mean tirade in a negative way, 
uh, uh, after Loma Trego, you're talking about fuck this with the close rounds and saying this and this. A motherfucker wins rounds, but yeah, right. there can be tight rounds. There can, there can. Right. These fucking rounds that Derevchenko won, they weren't like I don't know who to give this to. Like, right. bro, his fucking head was snapping back like a fucking bobblehead for seventy five percent of this fight. Right, that kid is doomed. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar better go right back to serving him cab drivers. Derevchenko, uh, uh, Lord Scotch, aka Kale, wrote me and he said, "Has anyone been on more on, 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 crappy ends of uh, shitty ends of the decision than Derevchenko?" Yeah. And I said, "Look, guys that I think have them, most guys that have been dealt bad hands. There's like usually two fights." You could argue that every one of his losses was a win. You could argue that. Right. Except I, I, except for except for Charlo. Charlo kind of kicked his ass. I, wasn't, I that, think, wasn't that like pretty wide to Jamal Charlo? I, I, you could say it was close. It was close. I mean, the Golovkin knockdown was huge early. You know what I mean? And him yeah. that. Um, and uh, what, what happens in fights it, to no fault of, of anyone's is like if someone has a really good uh, you know, they turn it up in the late rounds. Yeah. That's more fresh on your mind than yeah. the first seven or eight. And it's like Golovkin did really well the first, you know, including a knockdown and then the yeah. first six, seven, eight. And Devin Chico turned it up, man. He right. hurt him to the body. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I said, uh, I think, um, I think Emmanuel Burton had tons of um close calls yeah but you know because of how burton is looked at historically that's probably not what Kaya was asking me right you know because we're talking about guys that are like elite elite and as fun as burton was he just fought all the time and would fight in three days notice and uh, you know it, it's it's hard to compare um those type of guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, look, like a sweet pea to me, there's two. Like the the Chavez was egregious. Mm. I thought he beat De La Hoya. Some people okay. don't. Um those there were some haggler, <laughs> those those title shots. Oh, in the 70s? Yeah, like, man. Willie like, the Worm uh, Monroe. Yeah, yeah. That, and that was in he avenged him. Yeah, he did, but that they, they yeah. were rough. And yeah. um, you know, I, I think. I think the the the, the first Triple G, uh, Canelo, there was a draw. I think G won that eight rounds, and then the second fight that he lost, I thought was a draw, and he lost. Right. So th- you know, there's two. All those guys I just named, there's like two, and then Emmanuel Burton. But this guy's got five fights that were close. Let's you know, let's get, let's not say all right, they were robberies, because that's right. then we then we start. Cr- contradicting ourselves with the word robberies but i didn't you know i don't I, I didn't see the ocampo fight the carlos ocampo fight that was close as well oh no wasn't no it's not him isn't it a dot a dom carlos oh, carlos adamas adamas, adamas. Not, not, yeah not um, ocampo my, my fault I, who's fighting I, I, julian williams correct j-rock i actually didn't see that fight but i watched like uh um like a clips you know so mm-hmm. for me to say how close it was it's right. moot because I don't know what I didn't see or what I did. Right, see. right, right, right. You know, I saw I saw um highlights. But yeah, that's the word on that. Uh what what do you think? Uh 
you know, what do you think about Mungia then? You said, all right, it doesn't matter. So let's let's go along with that. It, Dude, it was he's gonna, he price. wants to com- compete at 60-80s food. That's that, he's I fucking don't know food. what you do. I don't know what you do if you're Oscar. You There's nothing to do. Then look, they pushed him at 54, right? Yeah. He outgrew 54. He's passing out on scales. Yeah. He moves to 60. Yeah. Again, I think it's weight trouble. He doesn't, you know, he's having a tough time making the weight. How tall is he? He's like six feet tall, 5'11". I mean, he's not like huge. Um, and now he's uh, he's up at 68. He seems like a. it's not like he's some braggadocio like maniac. You know what I mean? I just think he's just his body or whatever it is. Tough making weight. Um, maybe needs a nutritionist. Regis Progray. We'll talk about him in a little bit. He hired a nutritionist. Seems to be making 40 comfortably again. Um Actually, I do think Mungia has a nutritionist. They said he does. Vinny, there's nothing for him to do. What are they going to do? Make a canal fight? No, they're not. But hold on. Two things. You didn't score it, but what did your mind tell you at the end? All right. There's no scorecard laid out, added up. I, did, I know that you say in your head, this is how I had it. Even I, though I, had, I, have, I had Derevchenko winning pretty comfortably until, you know, that knockdown, which I went... I didn't watch it live, so I knew the. I said, "Oh, this is what the fuck swayed the judges." You know what I mean? He he's a knockdown to the body, and I, and, and I agree with that. But how much? Fuck, man! How much? I, second, I did. I did. Tr- I, did tr- I did try to ignore everything before I watched it. Um, I had some shit I had to do Saturday, so I caught that. Uh, in the morning, I I went to sleep, and then I got up in the morning and I watched it. See, what uh, happened to me is I passed out during um, the Xander Zayas fight, right? Okay. I wake up at like 2 a.m., so I rewatch Xander from the beginning. Uh-huh. I, like that, I like that kid a lot as a person. Okay. Uh, if, he had, if he had more pop, he'd be a star. Um, but I, w- we'll, I wish he threw we'll, straighter punches. Me too. Straighten them up a little bit. Um, maybe a little more power will come with it mm. if he straightens them up a little bit, cleans them up um so uh you know my deal my gimmick i don't look at the phone i don't look at anything because i don't want to know right i don't know yet and i'm like b yeah b is gonna text me and say we were so wrong about this i'm not looking at the phone watch right. that card then we went right into the zone card without knowing anything about either card right um didn't even know mosley jr was on the zone card did you watch that I didn't either i didn't watch yeah. it no I, um, I don't I don't find him entertaining, so I don't No, there's nothing to see there. Um so look, man, I guess what I take away from this, there's a cu- there's a couple things. Um one is this is why we talk about how does this continue to happen? Because when it happens in fights like this that aren't huge, now nobody cares. Right. No one talks it's, about it. Oh, all right. There's what? What would you say? Gun to your head. Three to four monster fights a year. One every yeah. three months. Yeah. Unless it happens in one of them. No one gives a shit. No one gives a fuck. This is right. as as or equal. It's equally or no, 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 no. To, to me, to me, Lomachenko was egregious. This is, is egregious. And something I said to you last week, I never played it. And I want your opinion on it. I said to you, yo, Max Kellerman spoke briefly about um, about the scoring because of the Lomachenko 
uh-huh. fight, which he scored for Lomachenko. Correct. So while they, we're talking, they all did, didn't they? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. While we're talking about scoring of this fight, and then when I play this for you, you just want to hear your views. Then we'll talk about Mungia being food, food and if Derevchenko is done at 37, even though he says he's not. You call me playing with this? It's play, playing this for you? It's, it's quick. All right, go for it. Cool. Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence was just announced for this summer. Jalen Rose just talked about it. It's a 50-50 kind of fight. And a lot of times, those kind of fights result in close, controversial decisions. As I mentioned at the beginning of this week, boxing has a scoring problem. I'm not talking about criteria. That's easy enough. During each round, just ask yourself who you'd rather be. By the end of the round, you'll know who to score it for. The problem is by how much. Boxing is scored on what's called the 10-point must system. The winner gets 10, and the loser always gets 9 just about, unless he's knocked down, then he'll get 8. You almost never see a 10-8 round without a knockdown. So you might see one fighter win a round big, and the other barely eke out the next one, and after two rounds, the fight's even even though common sense tells you otherwise. It's like, a, a, imagine a football game where one team wins the first quarter by a touchdown, the other wins the second quarter by a field goal, and somehow they're tied at the half as a result of that. So how do we get the scorecards to better reflect the actual fight? Here it is. Don't score all the rounds the same. You have 10 points, right? Very close rounds are 10-9. Decisive rounds, meaning you feel confident that one fighter or the other actually won are 10-8. Lopsided rounds, 10-7. If a fighter's knocked down, deduct two points. Knocked down twice, another two points. Touchdowns, field goals, two-point conversions, and extra points are not all scored the same, and neither should rounds in boxing be. We have 10 points in the 10-point must system. Let's use them. Your thoughts? You rolled your eyes at his um announcing saying it well he's been oh. saying it for 25 well he's been saying it since he had the cable access show when he said it's easy to score around who would you have rather been in that round you roll your eyes yeah because it's it's a there's it's all right it's a it's like a two-part answer and it's it's multifaceted and again we get into you it's <sighs> It's shades of gray, not black and white, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who would you rather be? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I think yeah. you do. I think you know the sport well enough to know. No, I'm I, in I, there. I, no, I, 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 I understand. I understand what you're saying. That's not what he's saying. And if you're only going to use that, right, there's times where, like, again, I'll point to it because a lot of people criticize him. Roy would always point out to Lamps and Merchant when a guy was actually really hurt. Yeah, yeah, we, we talked they, about that. And they didn't know. Do mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Of course, so, that's an eye. That's a certain eye. Right. So, and the, you're talking to two other boxing experts. It's not like Lamps and Merchant don't know the fucking sport. Larry's Absolutely. been writing about boxing since he was born, basically. And that's, and 300, you. that's 300 years ago. Yeah, so he was born in 1680. <laughs> he used to write with a feather. Yes. Uh, so what I'm what I'm saying is that also can dive into controversy. I just don't think it's that easy. Um, I you'd have to have a complete overhaul of how boxing has been scored since when it, when the 10 point. I mean, there used to be newspaper decisions. The referee used to be a fucking mm-hmm. uh, 
And a there, judge. There's certain places where the ref still judges the fight. Right. W- when did that change, by the way? In the 50s, 60s? Yeah, well, that gets back to you and I discussing what do we and what do others consider the modern era? Well, I did that air quotes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And when did things change? I don't even remember what year. Well, well 15 like, rounders stopped. It was right. 80, 80 what? After Duco Kim. So, uh, so uh, no, it was like the late 80s, 88, something like that. I was going to say 89, but it might yeah. be 88. Okay. It was, it was the WBC, I believe, pushed that to, to 12 to 12 rounds as opposed they what? did a, they did a study where most uh most injuries happened uh due to exhaustion in the last three rounds um yeah so anyway with that said um i i sort of like max's idea of why does a guy automatically get eight or nine points right like mm-hmm. if you get thoroughly dominated you only get three points right now you can come back and eke out the next round and win the round 10, nine, because the guy did good enough to score nine, but you'd still be, instead of an even fight, you'd be down six points theoretically uh, in the example I just gave. So if one guy is, so it'd be like 19 to 13, right? If you're going by what Max is saying. Right, right. Why do they? I've heard other people say not as articulate as Max, why don't we use these points that are here to be used? Right. Use or, or not use. No, I agree. You know? And again, um, like, I mean, it's also too like, so say like we've seen this, right? And a fight is allowed to continue. The guy gets knocked down and usually not in like big fights, but say a guy gets knocked down like four times. Yeah. Right. They'll still call it a 10-7 round. You're correct. In, instead of a 10-6. Instead, yeah. of, instead of a 10-6 yeah, round. I don't know. No, neither do I. I didn't I would, mean that. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I know. I, 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 I'm, I'm jumping on your rhetoric. Uh, yeah. If, 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 if I get, if I get knocked down five or six times, and every time, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm just something's going on. I, I just can't get it together this round. Why aren't there ten four rounds? <laughs> right. I mean, uh, remember right. Frezza Kendall kept knocking uh, Clifford ATN down, yeah. and he just kept not being hurt, yeah. but he just kept going down. Pacquiao, kept... Pacquiao Marquez won. He went down yeah. three times in the first round. Yeah. Right? What Did he go down five total? Mm-hmm. Wasn't he down and, five yeah, total? And, still, and still had a draw. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, st- and still got a draw. So, I mean, I, I, I don't... I don't know what to think, Vin. I think it's a good point. I don't like I. Okay. So the reason, let me just, I'm trying to articulate it the best way. The, who would you rather be thing is, is very, it, it, it's still too arbitrary in my opinion. I get Uh, you. And I think what I'm, I like his idea of, of, all right. So you only earned five points that round. That's all I'm giving you. You know what I mean? Like um, we talk about like effective aggression or, uh, you know, when it, when a guy, for instance, let's talk about, and he wound up losing the fight, but like Oscar Tito, right? We brought up Oscar mm-hmm. and T- Tito mm-hmm. earlier in this podcast um, where Oscar took off like the last two, three rounds and wound mm-hmm. up losing the fight. Mm-hmm. Now, do we give that guy like zero point? You know what I mean? Like, like, right, 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 right. right. You know, do you why? Give- those rounds that he ran, do you are they 10 eights because he didn't 
I well, I I'd, I'd beg to even differ since he chose not to engage. They're like 10, 6, 10, 5. Okay. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. So, like, that's there is a scoring criteria, right? Correct. Clean, effective punching, effective Correct. aggression, right? Correct. Correct. Knockdowns, right? Correct. So if you don't check those boxes, like maybe each, maybe a better idea would be like, let's check the, let's check the boxes, right? Check the boxes of each thing, right? Mm-hmm. Punches landed, right? Um, And then the other sort of arbitrary things, which is like effective aggression, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, ring generalship. Ring generalship, right? You got it. Yeah. You have to check that box. So either one guy has the ring generalship and the other guy doesn't, right? For each round, and then each, if you don't have it, it's a takeaway from the ten. Does that make I, sense? That makes complete sense. But you know, like, uh, so what I'm saying is maybe, maybe they they don't they don't do the tally each round. Like each each round has a separate card. With those things I talked about, that gets passed off to a commission member. And then at the end, almost like blind voting, like a voting box. Mm-hmm. And they, they tally it up like maybe prior to, like, say, the 12th round or whatever. Right. They get an right. idea. And then the 12th round cards are what they. I don't know. No, I know. There's it's just there's something to be said that it, there's a 10 point must system and. It doesn't seem like I think the most valid point there that he made, the most valid one is you get a 10 nine round if you eke it out and you get a 10 round nine if you if you're pretty dominant. You know, maybe not someone's really hurt, you know, that part. Yeah, that's the part that sort of is sort of what I'm what I'm trying to. uh, Yeah, I I know you are. I know. you. Yeah, Um, I, I don't disagree with him there, but I will say this. When I've. When someone says, oh, this guy definitely won the fight, I'm like, well, you're not scoring the fight like boxing should be scored. Mm-hmm. And I tend to score how boxing is scored, not how I want it to be scored, right? Yeah, right, right. So I'll no, score No, remember it. one time I told you I gave da-da-da a round because I knew the judges were doing it. You're like, don't do that. Don't do that, right. Don't do that. That's what you – now you're intellectualizing this. Right. Don't do that. Don't th- – like, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. Because someone was being fresh with me uh, on Twitter after Loma and uh-huh. was like, these people didn't even score it or something like that. Not not talking about you and I, but it got some somewhere down to like. Uh, like, what was your scorecard? And I'm like, yo, I actually have what are the things that you used to study with? Maybe you do it with the girls. Uh, flashcard. I, I had like a flashcard of my time. Like, you bozo. Do you want a picture of it? It's still sitting right there. Why I write my rhymes on the t- it's still sitting there. I can't right. throw it out because you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I didn't. I think there was even some of that going on that night. B. Right. I think right. I might have had that wider if I wasn't like there's no way that X is going to be giving them this round because this kid is younger. This kid is, you know, how he's super young, like 23. Right. Up in a, there's no way. So that round went to da 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 da. And when you're right, I have to stop doing that. Yes, that's um Muginga, Muginga is food for anyone. Um look, I thought he was food here. I thought uh, he lost. I, I mean think it's a robbery. We kept saying we were we kept fucking driving home over and over on this podcast. We're not gonna call things robberies that weren't, and two times in a month. I am. I don't know if you are. I think plant beats him, morel beats him. Um I think. I'm not too familiar. He's good, and I should get familiar with him. Uh, 
this guy, uh, Christian Mibili, the French guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with them. Um, I other think, than highlights. I think Andre beats him. Demetrius Andre beats him in a stinker, but I still think he beats him. Oh, he'll make him look silly. I think Benavidez kills him. Me too. Canelo kills him. I think they should make a Mungia John Ryder fight. If they can make that fight, I'd watch that. Sure. Uh, that, it would be fun. They probably beat um, the piss out of each other. They beat the piss out of one another. Um, and I would I would lean towards Ryder at this point. Just I would wearing I would him down. Towards, I would lean towards John Ryder because yeah. because to me he, uh, I have to start pro- look the same way I said I have to stop uh, giving rounds that I wouldn't because I'm living in this fantasy world instead of just the criteria. I have to. St- I'm going on this podcast. I'm I'm going to stop talking about wins and losses that I don't believe were real. I'm not going to call that a Devin Haney win (laughs) on this podcast. I mean, I know on record. Okay. I don't, I don't talk about someone. I don't talk with someone about Marvin Hagler, Sugar Ray Leonard and be like, yeah. So when Sugar Ray won, but no, no, no. Hagler won the fight. Sugar Ray got the decision. There's a huge difference there. Right. You know, I will say Devin Haney got a decision on this show. But I will not say Devin Haney beat Vasil Lomachenko. Anyway, it, hey, man, that's a it's robbery. A, yeah, it's it's in, interesting food for thought, though, on the Max. Uh, you know, I've, I've actually never heard him break it down like that. And I like that better than the who would you rather be shit. Mm-hmm. I like that. Why don't we just change the way we use the points? And I'd love to hear an explanation from a judge or judges as to why, if if there is any a reason, why, is it just tradition? Is it this is how you guys are instructed to do so? Do you, is it because everyone starts with 10? You know what I mean? And like the, the, there's no real criteria for how you would deduct other than a knockdown mm-hmm. or, or a or a or a or a, uh, a foul. Right. A, a point right. deduction, et cetera. Right. right. Um, maybe we should start at zero. And the highest you can go is 10. So a guy could theoretically win around, you know, if it's two stinkers, they don't they don't make it to ten, but it's a ten point must system. But anyway, all right. Uh, moving on, we got some previews. We um, do. Our guy Regis Progre, Danielito Zoria. Zoria's <sighs> only loss is to Arnold Barbosa, who's good. Yeah, appears to be. He's got a couple good wins. Um, so I don't, you know, uh, this is a real guy. Oh yeah, um, this is a good fight. Does he have the Boricua chin, Mr. Long? He may. It's the question. He may. Uh, Historically speaking, only one person didn't have it. Macho Camacho. Camacho. It's macho time. It's macho time. T-I-N-A. It's macho time. Macho time. Which just was code for I'm going to do a shitload of blow. Mm -hmm. Um, What's what's happening here, B? Well. We got Regis, who, as mentioned before, seems to be uh, seems to have gotten the weight issues under control. Yeah. Um, he seems to be fighting a little bit more frequently. I would have still like to see him a little more frequently. Me too. Hopefully, uh, yeah. So fast, Daddy's gonna. Yeah. Um, November to now is probably too long, but he, you know, KO'd Zapata. Uh, he fought Tyrone McKenna prior to that. Um, that was in the Middle East, I think. Yeah. And 
he fought Red Catch in 21. Yeah. Which that guy's totally fucking shot. Yeah. Um, this is uh, I like watching a set like a, 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 a tough fucking Southpaw. I can't believe he, he's 34 already, but I know, man. It's time um, to get shit moving. Let's right. go. Uh, it's a good I think, fight, I think. I think it's a good fight. I think I just think based on experience, ranking, and what I've seen, and again, admittedly, I don't know much about Zoria. Um, I think I think we're gonna see a nice little showcase fight for Progray here. Uh if if I go based off his last fight, I thought he looked spectacular. Um, took a few rounds to get warmed up. And once he got in the zone, they didn't, the guy didn't have anything for him. I think uh we see him move a little faster here. Uh, he's hard to describe his style other than he's going to grind you out. Um, but he does, he's constantly moving, bending at the waist. Mm-hmm. Um, he stays off center line a lot. Um, the right jab, Southport jab is a good jab. And um, he puts the left hand behind it really nicely. I think uh, his feet are in good position to land his left hand um, and he gets in there, grinds the body. He, he just beats you up. It's, it's a, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of punches. No one comes out of that. Those fights looking good. No, tough, tough fighter throws uh, bad intentions on those yeah. shots. So yep. mean, mean fighter. He is uh, a mean good, fighter. Good guy. Mean fighter. Um, I think, you know, uh, look, I've, I've seen a little bit of, uh, of Zoria. Um, he's talented. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, knocking some ring rust off the last time you saw Regis, which would have been uh, November, like you yep. said. So we're still talking seven months, eight months. Mm-hmm. You know, might might be a couple. I think uh, I mean, he throws with murderous intentions, man. Um, you know, not a one hit a quitter guy per se, but no, it's, it's, yeah, he can crack. It keeps you honest and and he'll, he'll beat you up and and grind you down. I think he stops him nine or 10. Okay. Um, Um, And then I, 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 and then I really, really like to see, he's got to make a statement here. He's got to make it so that if he does, so some interesting doors open up, man. Because these guys that we talk about that are floating around at 35, you can count them, except Lomachenko, you can count them as possible guys at 40. Because right. all those guys are going there except Lomachenko. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of talent crammed in to like five pounds right now. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. so um, Absolutely. whether you think certain guys were awarded victories, they shouldn't. Bottom line, they hung in there and they're fighting the fight. So if Progray looks good. Yeah, this is uh, and guys want to move up to 40 for a name for a guy that's pushing 35. But I think we'll see much more Progray going forward. And I'm picking Progray in this fight. I'm going to think I, I'm going to say he makes a little bit quicker work than what you think. I'm going to say seventh round TKO. OK, I like that. We're close. I mean, I yeah. said nine, I think. But we're thinking the same thing. Sunday is good, though. Sunday, we got Tim Zhu back fresh off a dog bite. And yeah, Carlos Ocampo is no joke, man. Look, this guy's this guy's like, I'm going to stay busy before waiting. Wait, I'm waiting around for this Charlo. This isn't a soft touch, guys. No, if this you is- think like he could take one. 
And no one would blame him. And I'll tell you why. Not because no one blames you for soft touches, but when you're waiting on someone and it's clear that you're waiting on them, people yeah. usually won't roast you for a soft touch. Yeah, it, Yo, I got to stay busy. I want to get rounds. Sparring isn't enough. I need real rounds. So you fight Boxcar Willie. Ocampo, right. Ocampo is not a joke, man. Um, uh, he lost to Fondora. Fondora, uh, even though he got sparked out, can crack a little bit. He went the distance with him. Right. Um, you know, it's funny. I got I got Ocampo and Brian Mendoza mixed up. Why? why? Because they both uh, fought Fondora. They're both they both have two losses. Oh, and I, I okay. All right, that makes more sense. Yeah, Ocampo's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Um I I think his chin is sturdy. So that that's a good thing for Tim Zhu to get in he, some work. He's he's real unorthodox. Another guy, kind of weird style, Ocampo, right? Like his his feet are real close together. Um well, his his um Look, everything's relative in boxing. He's not a big. I, when I say big, I don't. I mean height. Right. He's not a big fifty-four guy. It, he almost loops shots to punch up. He yeah. He's usually punching up on guys, and that style looks weird. It looks weird. Yeah, he's like on his tiptoes. Punching up, right? Right. Yeah. Obviously punching up with Fondor. He's the guy's like. Uh, Lennox Lewis's height fighting at 54. Right. Obviously, you're punching up, but I've seen him with other guys, and he's and he's punching up like when you would, you know, see a smaller guy fight a real tall. It's a it's a weird, it's a really weird. What I want to see from Zoo in this fight is something that uh he can do, but has to be reminded to do, which is jab. Um he has a really good educated jab, uh Zoo. He doesn't I've doesn't use it and he and his trainer has to remind him to use it if you listen to like the, when they have the mic in the corner they're like tim your jab your jab um he's a i i just hope we see the keep seeing the rise because i think he's a he's a dynamic guy who is sort of mass with sort of like a workmanlike composition in that it may not be the most we're talking about athletic before may not be the most athletic looking guy but he does some real cool shit in the ring. He pulls the guard down like Loma does. Um, he punches around the guard like Golovkin does. Um, and again, his jab is superb. Uh, power jab changes speed on it. Just doesn't use it enough because I think he gets excited, you know, where he's like, I, you know, I smell blood. I want to I want to knock this guy out. And he also dresses like 80s trailer park trash that's going to uh, a line dancing event. He wears like, yeah. He wears like Hawaiian shirts and has like a shitty mustache. I'm a, I'm a fan of both. And, and a rat tail. Yes. I'm He's a 100% fan. a bad guy in like a country western music video. Wow. He looks like he he looks like he he looks like he'd be a guy mouthing off the Swayze in Roadhouse. 100% he pulls up in a fucking Trans Am and like jams on the brakes on like a dirt road so like all the, the T-top. Yeah, with the, the T-tops. So all like the dust comes up, you know what I'm saying? Like and starts a fight because you're dating his woman. Um, there, ex guys, except it's in it's in an Australian accent. <laughs> the, the, are you going to do? What may, may Australian accent? Sure. Uh -huh. What was that? Even? I don't know, man. <laughs> you sounded like an Italian. Like oh, 
Yeah, that was an Italian. Is that an Italian in Australia? There are Italians in Australia. There's yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, sure. I have uh, the same problem, if, if it is one. I mean, it's, it's, it's one thing when a guy doesn't throw the jab. It's another thing when a guy doesn't have it, throw the jab, and it's superb. Right. He has- mean, you could just disrupt a guy's rhythm all night long if you want and come back, come right behind it with that crisp right. That it, right. You know, I mean, he gets it honest from his father. Yeah. You know, uh, it, put it right behind. It. It's nice and straight. His, come his, back with- his right hand is like when he punches down on a guy, you know, mm-hmm. like it's That's he's mean. That's trying mean to shot. fucking. Yeah, it's a mean, mean, mean shot. Um, and he, he puts a three behind it, too, uh, yeah. more than his dad did. But yes, I, I, I think he can win fights off jabs. I he, don't still, he still he still stands very. I like I didn't like when I first saw him. He stood square and flat footed, but he parries punches real night. Like he picks the shots off that are coming very in. Well, um, he does stuff in there that's a little subtle. And he, you're like, this guy's not that athletic. Right. A little boring, straight up and down. Almost the. Uh, the, the old school looking white guy where you're like, this guy's about to die or, you know, on, Saturday, <laughs> or, you know, on uh, Saturday yeah, it, afternoon on, on uh, wide world of sports, that yeah. white guy. Well, he also, like, oh, wait, he also looks like that white guy. Yes. You know yes, what, I'm that's what like, I mean? Yeah. Like, like if it's just, if he grew to mullet out a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, they got a guy with a mullet in here. You Absolutely. know, the guy does like that weird head shake when he takes like a sip of water. It's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this guy's yeah. getting his ass kicked. I, I think uh, I, I don't know how you get a guy to throw a punch more. You know, that's something, again, I mean, he does. Know, he where, does where listen. Why ask him, guys, why does it something? But but you're saying he listens. But when something's effective. Right. What what would what would prevent you? There has to be a block there. And that to me is someone who is looking for a shot. And forgetting that the shot that you're looking for has to be set up. Right. You're looking for that right hand. And I'm not mad that you're looking for that right hand because it's deadly. Right. But but you at this point, through training since a child, growing up around this, you put gloves on when you were too young to even for them to right. fit, that you know that this punch sets everything up. And you saying mm-hmm. his corner, Timmy, jab. I need that jab. I need that right. jab. I mean, I want it doubled and tripled up. I say that when we talk about guys, no one's doing that. Mm. Like we've talked about that with a lot of younger guys. Devin Haney does nice body work, but a mm. lot of guys have abandoned the body younger. Like a lot. Why don't people double and triple up on the jab? Why is that? Why is that? What is going on there? And I'd I'd love to hear. You know, um, write us, write us someone in the notes. Trainers. Tell me why they have abandoned that. Trainers you, that listen to the show fight. If you're a fighter that listens to the show, tell us. Yeah. Mar- Yo, Marcos, t- t- uh, our guys in um, our guys in Australia. Uh, K.O.T.B. Train- boxing, K.O.T.B. boxing at Gmail dot com. K.O.T.B. boxing at Gmail dot com. We'd like Marcos, to hear your thoughts. He trains amateurs and pros. Um, right. I, tell me why. These these kids aren't doubling and tripling up. These the fucking kids ain't doing what they should be doing. You're blind. You're blind. Look, people will talk about Lennox Lewis did it brilliantly. Well, he would blind you with it and come yeah. behind with that. That was well, that was Manny Stewart. I mean, that was his bread and butter teaching. Absolutely. Paul, rangy guys, you know, kind of throw the jab and then right behind it, fall in with that right hand. 
But um, you're but you're what you're doing when you double and tripling it is lulling them. Sure. That, this is coming at me from here. Now something's coming over here. And and, and and also when you double it, you throw it at two different speeds, right? Of so you're gonna, you're gonna throw a little touch jab and then maybe put a power jab behind it or two touch jabs, mix it up. Right. Stick the jab to the stomach, especially right. at Tim Zoo. Those guys, right. a couple of get a guy to bring their hands down, go rooftop um, with the right hand. But write us, guys. K.E.O.T.B. Boxing at Gmail dot com. Tell us your thoughts on that. Is it a training thing? Is it like Vinny said, maybe with some guys, a mental block? How about this? Is it are they trying to cater to these judges? Right. Sure. I've heard that. Judges have abandoned judging body shots, right? I've I've heard this thrown around by pundits, writers, and mm-hmm. and and uh, and fighters alike. So, are is the judging, and we've seen some poor judging last couple of months. Is that dictating a guy's style? I mean, that's an interesting. If we ever start doing interviews on here, I'd like to ask a pro fighter, um, what they did go? Did they just go in there and do their thing? Or was they conscious of that? You know, like, all right, if I mean, I know yeah. they're conscious if they're in like if I'm in Chicago or Philly or, you know, wherever and they, I'm fighting a Philly fighter, they say, you know, you, 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 you're not going to you can, you got to score a knockout to get a decision. Um, so, again, uh, you know, let us know. I, I think maybe it's all of those things or it could be none of those. None things. of them, which is the more. Yeah, right. And I'm sitting here drinking a beer, talking to you about boxing. Right. But I, I'd love for someone to tell us what their thoughts are. Uh, what do you, how do you got this one ending or starting um, or whatever? Uh, look, man, uh, a compo sturdy, sturdy chin. I think um, I, I see a lopsided decision mm-hmm. and, I think a knockout would be a massive statement and go a long way in getting people horny for the the unification fight with the loud mouth Charlo. Um, you know who knocked him out? Ocampo? Who? I think was Errol Spence. I'm, lo- I'm trying to look it up now. I think Errol Spence knocked Ocampo out. Uh, I I thought his I didn't think either of his two losses um, came. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, someone did knock him out. I think it was uh, Errol Spence. Spence. Was it Errol Spence? Right, 2018. How did that go? Uh, was it like stopped or first round? That's I don't remember that of... fight. Um. That that Spence was just destroying people. Yeah, um, was just was a scary guy. Uh, I don't see that guy anymore. Um, so I, th- I look, man. If he stops him, I, Tim Zhu's power is real. I know that. If mm-hmm. he stops him, that's a statement to a guy that's got thirty-five fights, only two losses, and of the two. One was uh, uh, by KO and Fundora, uh, even though he got sparked out, has legitimate pop and he didn't stop him. So, again, another statement. Um, I, I just see it being a dominant, dominant, lopsided decision. Lopsided decision. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One, you know, 
117, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, d- two weeks from this weekend, uh, Edgar Belanga is back. Top ranked new one to cut the fucking court on that kid. Yep. Like be new one to cut the court on that kid when we knew it. Uh, look, this Quigley guy is Chinny. That's why he's in there. He's only yes. lost twice, but both times were by KO. And I don't think, you know, much, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a uh, there's a big party in New York that night. Um, you're invited. Uh, um, I, I don't know, bro. I'm not excited for this. Uh, I just put it on there because it's happening. It's at the garden. Um, it's his. Is this this is the zone? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. So, Edgar Belanga for me is what. When we started the podcast, Mick Conlon was every fight was guys. This might be the one. This might be the one. Um, I don't think so, this one will be it. But no, uh, I'm just telling you where I'm going to go from here. Every Edgar every... Belanga fight, <laughs> guys. This might be the one. Um, because what, what... I. <laughs> so that's that's gonna. You don't need to hear from me regarding him in right. predictions. I'm not going to give them anymore. Guys, <laughs> this might be the one. B's prediction, I'll just go with it. Uh, you know, I, I think, think Berlanga stops him in the third. Okay. Um, I have no, no problem with that. I don't, and I don't really care. Uh, Carlos, I don't know. I never know how to say it. Adamas. It, it's not Adamas. Adamas. No, it's Adamas. Carlos Adamas, Julian Williams. Uh, I'm partial to J-Rock, Philly guy. I know him personally. Good um, brother. I've met um, him. At the Barclays Center twice, sweetheart. I don't know how he makes fifty four. Yeah, um, big kid, big dude. Um, Adamus, he Adamus lost to Patrick Teixeira. Adamus, yeah, yeah. Um, who also Darvin, who also looks like an eighties low life extra. I'm a big um, fan of you bringing that up. <laughs> that Darvianchenko fight that, that was that was close, man. Um, I don't know why I didn't so, see that fight. Look, I I love J-Rock, man. I don't know if you can. It's very tough for me to predictions with stuff like this when you know someone personally is a whole different ball of wax. You know, you got to be a journalist here. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick J-Rock. Uh, UD. OK. Um. I think Adamus is on a little run, a little run. I think J rock. Uh, I think he's lost his last two or three. Um, I think that this is uh, a tough fight. Um, Adamus, uh he's, he's a good fighter. Uh, I don't think he's, I do remember the Devichenko fight. Okay. It was real close. Um, the, he looked uh, uh, that guy Montiel that they keep throwing people in with. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know <laughs> that guy. Um, I don't think nothing about that fight. So, um, I that think venue that you and I like in Minnesota, that like yeah. armory thing. Yeah, J Rock fought in November and beat a guy there. I don't know who he was when you said that, he that's what that's what that's what this is. Right. Oh, is it? Is yeah. it really? That's oh, okay. the same place. I like yeah. that place. It looks mad cool. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah. 
I think, sorry, I'm just laughing at, that's uh, terrible. I shouldn't laugh at that guy. Um, that Juan Macias Monte, Montiel, like that oh, guy. Oh. Doesn't look like he belongs anywhere near a boxing ring. I think, um, I think this is, again, matchmakers make matches. I think Williams has a good shot here uh, at redemption, but I think that Adamas wins a, a UD here. Um, I, it, also, uh, that's why I'm picking J-Rock. I think th- th- there are these crossroads fights for guys, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that the guy, certain guys cut from certain cloths win those fights. And uh, when, you, when you don't, it's time to um, maybe say, I, I made a bunch of money, I'm healthy, I got my marbles. Right. It's, it's time to get out of here, you know? Yeah, we got, uh, we got Erickson Lubin. I believe is fighting Luis, Luis Arias, Arias yeah. on the same card. Uh, I think. Is it the same card? I think. I think it's the same card. I think they're on the undercard. Yeah. Luis Arias uh, lost to Dan- Danny Jacobs. Nothing. Nothing. You know, to be ashamed of there. A draw with Gabe Rosado. That's a bad draw. Um, he, he lost, lost to Vaughn Alexander. He lost to Luke Keeler, and I know, bro. I look. We've talked about it on this show. Sometimes there's a there's, you can have a good loss, you know. I think yeah. um, that's a bad loss. Um, he beat Jared Hurd, but I, I knew Hurd was shot then. Yeah. Um, yeah, he lost. That was a close fight to that Vaughn Alexander dude too, which might not be the best thing. Lubin is coming off that KO loss, man. Um, prior to that KO, he hadn't lost till Charlo. He hadn't lost since Charlo sparked him out. You know how I feel about Erickson Lubin, man. Yeah, I you like always like that kid a lot. Right. I thought he was going to be the next star. Um, Let me make the, sure this star. fight's still happening because I'm not seeing it listed. Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought he was going to be the next like American star, man. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, and I thought I thought he was going to beat Charlo when Charlo sparked him out clean. I mean, yeah. did him dirty. Yeah, it's it's at the same venue in Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that place. Uh, Josh Franco, Bam's Bam's brother, cousin, brother. No, it's his cousin. It's his brother. Want to bet ten bucks? Ten bucks. All right. Ioka rematch. I thought Franco eked out that first one. I I, 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 def, I I definitely thought he won that fucking fight. I don't know what um, he's gonna do. It's in Japan again. I I, I don't know what he's got to do. You got to knock him out to get a draw. I think it's gonna be a much. Uh, it was very. Uh, what's gonna call it? Um, controversial in terms of. It was a lot of criticism. He's going back to Japan to uh to to fight that but i will say this franco was on the wrong side of the uh maloney fight um where he got the shit kicked out of him and uh they gave they gave him the the score that was on espn uh so uh excuse me aided by his big brother joshua franco jesse bam rodriguez on verge of stardom brothers bam rodriguez and joshua the professor franco at the world champions all right, then I owe you ten bucks. I want that cool. I want. Do I want a nice ten dollar bill? Two crisp 
Finskis. Two, two Chris. Or ten, or ten clams in ones. Well, they fooled me with their different last names. I think you've been calling them cousins the whole time we've been we've had a podcast. And I just let you be a, a mook. You did it. It's your fault. Do you see anything happening being in Japan, bro? What does this kid need to do? I think he's gonna I think he's gonna win. Uh, I think how does I and Ioka... and win on the cards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna kick his ass. Actually, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I actually don't. He, Ioka's 34. Okay. That's like, that's like 45 at those weights. Right. So I think Franco's, I think Franco beat him in the last fight. And I think this fight, there's going to be no surprise I, that he kicks the shit out. I thought out. he did enough to win. Look, yeah. logic tells you in boxing that rematches the second in the rematch. It's 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 the first fight on steroids, typically, yeah. typically. I, um, yeah, that's it. I I I, I think yeah, episode. it's all we got. I I think uh, I think he uh, I think he wins the fight handedly and gets hosed again. Hmm. Uh, possibly a draw. No, he's gonna kick the shit out of him. Uh, well then, you know you if, if, if you get my money the, back. If you take the logic of I can't leave this in the judge's hands, I got to fly this guy's head. There it is. There it is. I think right. he's gonna do you know do enough to win again and get a bad decision or a draw, which would be a bad decision. Right. We're gonna do some mail before we get out of here. Let's Where's go. This Irish Bill, he's probably passed out and drunk. Poor guy had to sit through this whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Rambling. Mm-hmm. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, hey. William. Been listening intently. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> we ready for a little mailbag action? Sure. All right. Well, this first one from Nick Najdovsky. Mm-hmm. I like that this is addressed to me and that he mm-hmm. calls me Celtic William. Hmm. Celtic or Celtic? I don't know. Celtic William? Celtic William. Mm-hmm. What are your what are your fans called? Beardies? Billy's Beardies? <laughs> Billy's Beardies. Well, <laughs> before I read the message, his sign off is a proud knocker, a beardy, and a gimmick gang member. So oh, he's, he's all three. That's the that's that that's the trifecta. That's the hat yeah. trick. What's yep. that called when you win the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar? Oh got he got Tony he got. Yeah. He, what if you're a Pablo Chipo too, then, right. then you Ooh. gotta be that. You gotta right. go yeah, you gotta go all four. Four right. for you're four. As cheap as Pablo. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what a what what is what is what is what is Pablo Nation? It's cheapies? The cheapies? The cheapies. <laughs> All right, so Nick says, Celtic William, a little levity. Please ask Vin to give us a Pazzy Picks prognostication for the following fight. Pablo's Philly accent versus B's Australian accent. Appreciate the entertainment you provide. Well, B, as much heat as he gets from me, is being a goofball. This Pablo really talks like that. So <laughs> that's the winner. <laughs> yeah. 
Hands down, first round knockout. Yeah, if it's a first round KO. <laughs> it's not really an it's not really uh an accent or you're not Where, right, an when accent. It's your, that's, that's it's just the way you talk. how you speak, right? Yo, fuck it's it's <laughs> it's funny. Pablo, Pablo, all right. Let's say on a scale of one to ten. Ten is like a Saturday night li- live skit doing the Philadelphia accent. You all know it's a joke. Pablo's is like an eight point five. Yes, yeah, like, I good. could I could see Pablo talking and someone being like, "Yo, are you doing like a joke accent?" <laughs> Billy's is up there. I don't think it is. It, it's as as an outsider listening in, uh, and I can't put myself in the yeah. Billy's. Billy's cousin is worse than Pablo. He sounds like the dudes that when we send each other like people making fun of the Billy's accent. Right. That's how yeah. that, that Billy's cousin sounds fake. Like, oh, this this dude's like fucking with me. Vin, I remember when we were on tour in California one time, I was asking for a glass of water, and the waiter was like, I don't know what you're asking me for, man. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what it is. Water. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Water. That's you have, um, yeah, there's two options be either it like skip the generation or you work on not having it. That's how it lands in Philly. Like, yeah. no one in my family has it. You know, it could be a mm-hmm. variety of things where we sound more like paisans than, you know, it's like more of a paisan. It, depend, it depends. It depends on what you say. Like I hear like some of the stuff you say, like it, it you know, and if you're around a bunch of people from Philly, it kind of. Sure, it, sure, sure. I can kind of hear it. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah. All right. Next up is from Stephen McCowan. Hey, thanks for all the shows. I never miss one of them. Thanks for listening, um, man. Thank you. Petty Atlas has started a petition for an overhaul of boxing with a real oversight committee. I hope you all signed it, and it would be cool to see you all promoted on social media and on your shows. Maybe a long shot, but we all bitch about the way boxing is ran and judged. Would be great to see an overhaul. There's very few real journalists in boxing because nobody legitimate wants to be associated with the sport anymore. So we stuck with these ding-dong YouTubers and cell phone journalists who are scared to rock the boat. So I've not heard much of anything about the petition outside of Atlas and a few others. Anyhow, appreciate y'all. Hope to hear another show soon. He's not really uh, wrong about the journalism thing. No, it's, it's gone the same. All. It's gone the same way of music journalism. It's the same. It's all about the- access. So it's yeah. like it's guys wanting access. It's so funny that he mentioned that because I was just listening to another podcast and a controversial a boxing specific podcast. I'm not going to mention it because I'm going to criticize it. And uh, I actually like the person who runs the podcast. I'm friends with him. But um, as soon as like the, the show got a little controversial, mm-hmm. which you and I, it was, it would be very benign controversy on this show, the way you and of I, talk. Course. of course, nervous laughter immediately changed the subject and wasn't, it wasn't like there was no segue. Like, okay, moving on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it was like, and I was like, mm-hmm. you fucking just this, not that like controversy sells. And again, it wasn't controversy for no reason. The statement was made um, also by someone I know. And this, but the statement was made and it was a, it was a valid statement. Okay. It wasn't just, I'm going to say this to like bring heat, you know what I mean? Or do this or do that. It was, and I, I again, it was directed at a very famous promoter. Uh, 
who in, who, yeah, who, like who no, who recently got into a fight with his marquee fighter on Twitter. Oh, I know who I know that. Right. Who who's of. also who's a petty motherfucker. And I'll say yes, it right here. Who takes yes, away fucking access from journalists. You know what I mean? So, yeah. With that said. It's all about access. It's all about guys going to fights for free. It's getting the backstage interviews, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they're all afraid. Yeah. I don't think B is a, a is a big fan of Teddy. I am. I always have been back when he was, you know, with Cuss and then left Cuss. And then when he was training um, uh, Michael Moore. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of talks in person with him. Mm-hmm. He's just always been like mad cool to me and uh, get gave me time like wasn't mm-hmm. you know when you talk to someone you can feel like it's like all right kids like yeah wrap it up uh that was never there um look i believe that we have to have a national commission what's the name who, who wrote us billy um that was steven steven if you can tag me in it somewhere it's uh, on Twitter at Vinny underscore Paz. IG is at Box Cutter Pazzy. Oh. Um, so I can look at it. Uh, <laughs> um, I believe in a national commission. I don't know. I think B thinks it's just impossible, which I it's, don't it's, disagree it's a, with. It's a fairy but he, tale. But he, okay, so that's where me and B have another problem. We're going to fight again because he, he now thinks Teofimo is Sugar Ray Robinson. It's it, it doesn't matter. Do you believe in the idea of one? Like saying it's a fairy tale is neither here nor there. I believe in the idea of a lot of things. What I'm saying is it's just not going to happen because these guys are greedy shitheads and and it's too splintered. There should be a central. We've talked about it. I, I do. I do. I wish that it would be a thing. Yes. Is it something that I think is an impossibility in a sport that's fragmented and fractured? Also, yes. Right. We can fight all you want about it. I just Good. make a point. Good. You, you can believe in, you know, when you wish upon a star. Wow. It's very disrespectful. Yeah. Um, Don't get your hopes just, up, kid. Just link uh, link me to it. Um, yeah, I'd like to look at it and, and possibly sign it. Not that it matters if I sign anything. Who am I? Uh, yeah, but not, I've always believed that there should be a national commission. I've said it however many ways I can say it. You think of basketball, you think of the NBA. You think of baseball, you think of MLB. You think of football, you think of NFL. You think of boxing. You think you, of knocking out the box podcast. Yeah, you were ready to fucking uh, pounce on that. Boom. Like a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You think I threw of, you the you. You think you, you think of the beardies. I just I just <laughs> threw. I was I was Kenny the Jet throwing that. To, <laughs> That's it. To, to uh, Elijah Elajuan, yeah, and I put it down reverse. You you yammed it. Reverse. That's how Elijah when he's the dunk reverse. Mm-hmm. The old school just mm-hmm. this one. All right, what do we got next? All right, we got Daniel here. He says, Hello, my name is Daniel and I love the podcast. Firstly, hi, hi Daniel. Thank you. Thanks, thank man. you for taking the time to talk about boxing and sharing y'all's opinions with us. Two idiots we are. I have a random question. As someone who doesn't have access to a boxing gym but still wants to reap the exercise and self-defense benefits that comes with the sport, are there any exercises or specific workouts that you would recommend 
shatter boxing, running, et cetera. Vinny, do you have any particular boxing workouts that you most benefited from when you used to box? Thanks so much, Daniel. Well, I'm so proud of him. But B still does. He was sparring recently. Um, I'm, does he say where he's from, Bill? He What's does his name? not say where he's from. Daniel. I'm, I'm Daniel, I'd be, I wonder why you don't have access to him. I mean, like, I mean, where could you live that you don't have access to one? Unless I'm just so naive from being where I'm from and same with you. There's usually some place where you can go. I mean, the, especially with Google now. Um, but I, I, you can just go down to your local, uh, you know, um, like underneath a bridge somewhere, find a bum and just beat them. <laughs> See, I knew you, when Billy read it, you started cracking up. I'm like, what? I'm just thinking like, thing? just go beat up a, Go go, go, roll, go 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 roll drunks at a bar. You know oh, what I mean? It, you're like fighting when, Mo, when Mo lets people Mo out of like, Mo's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lenny and uh, Lenny and Carl. Lenny and Carl. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Barney. I, I'll I'll tell you this, man. Hey, Homer. There has there has been in the era of YouTube. There have been people who have learned to train fighters from YouTube. From YouTube, and, yeah, and, and got them pretty far. Bro, so, Joe Calzaghi's dad read a book on how to train yes, fighters and correct, train fighters. Correct, correct. Yo, there's mad books. There's mad instructional videos on YouTube. But if you're talking, well, I, I don't know what he's saying, B, in terms of is he is he on some workout shit? You bang the bag. If you have no form at all, then you bang the bag. You could, you could we just talked about Regis Program punches tires. And he's yeah. a high-level, top-ranked fighter. When I... Um, um, when I, I I've been a mess as regard to my uh, working out and my house post tour because it's I'm still celebrating that I'm not touring again. So I've been a mess when I'm in the rhythm. In the rhythm, I feel like uh, B. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but you can do jail exercises in the crib. Right, they're, they're just old school. Uh, um, Amazon uh, makes things a lot easier if you want equipment. Um, Buy a jump rope. Um, maybe they'll sponsor the show, but uh, Rival Boxing Gear is my boxing gear of choice. Uh, it's a fantastic. Uh, they run yeah, a lot of Russ, sales deals. That's Russ's stuff. Yeah, so sponsor, sponsor us show. with that lame promo. You what are you talking about? What's the lame promo? It's come on, I, I don't, give a little more energy or something. Uns, I, it's unsolicited. I just shouted them out. It's it's okay. my my it's also last the longest it's tried true and tested you cannot destroy that there shit we go. There there's we other go. um american i hate to say this american made boxing company that is very classic that will bust up on you after like six months rival is not that company okay billy better i like that like you're that. the you're the you're the production ad guy tell me what right. I need i'm trying to i'm trying to talk you through it and that all right let's go the second half good job all right, that's all that matters. How I finish, not how I start. All right. Right. I think we just got another quote. There, um, there was something. I, that's what she said. Oh, <laughs> there was. There's this thing I keep hearing about the people. I I don't have it, but people that I respect and someone I know that um, fought when they were in the armed forces years and years and years ago, and now they're getting back into shape. Uh -huh. Keep putting over this thing called fight camp. Um, okay. and, and what's that? It's uh, their their website is joinfightcamp.com. Oh yeah, I uh, I've heard this promoted on. It's it's like a boot camp, but they give you a boxing workout. Okay, 
Um, th- and then you, t- you take that knowledge to the local pub and <laughs> well, there's something dope you- with it. With it, they have a YouTube. There's a fight camp YouTube. So what's his name? Daniel? Yeah, he can. T- if he doesn't want to buy anything first, just look up YouTube because it says our channel gives you expert access to expert led boxing workouts from anywhere on your schedule work out with the best trainers so maybe there's some guys no, there's literally like five thousand billion jillion youtube shits you can watch i remember bernard hopkins used to do like an instructional thing in the yeah back yeah yeah head. i remember that yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. did yeah. yeah but daniel you don't need to have the gym and it was man. it was pictures learn. it was like yeah it was it was steps yeah i was like yo parry the parry this yeah. that would be each daniel you can you can find i i have a heavy bag in my basement um and then other stuff, it's all really jail exercises. B brought up the uh, the Regis program with the tire. I use the, um, the I do the Floyd, the, the very old school sledgehammer with with a tire, mm. uh, push up, full body squats. That's like, you know, getting in shape shit. But the bag, mm. you know, bag work you can do alone. Um, you and your homie can do, you know, mitt work together. One of your, one of your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's lots of stuff, someone man. knows how to hold the Mets. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. again, uh, there's got to be a local gym somewhere new. I mean, well, now I want him to write us back and tell yeah, us where, where do you live? Yeah. I, mm. Daniel, please, uh, please tell us where. And then I maybe we'll a, go. Oh, right. I live in a treehouse in the middle of Yosemite. And yeah, the only thing I, mean, I can do is, is beat up a buffalo. If he lives um, in Fiji or something, maybe I maybe I, I bet I, they I, have a boxing. gym. I was going to say, I'll bet you there's one there. Right. Um. All right. What else we got, Billy? All right, we got Midnight Rider checking in. Is this Dusty Rhodes? (laughs) Gentlemen, two things. Vin, Mm -hmm. did you see Dark Side of the Ring Magnum TA? I saw Candido and Sonny, and I have Magnum TA uh, DVR. What is this? Dark Side of the Ring is all, uh, it's on Vice, Vice Land. And it's documentaries on all of the horrible stories from like our era of wrestling. I just watched the and it's uh, fucking brilliant, B. You would love it. You would love it. I just watched the Bruiser Brody one. Oh, that's from the first season. Right. I was going yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know any of the territory stuff. I literally learned that in the last a, five years. There's a lot of Vince stuff in there. You can just okay. skip through it on your cable. Just, you know, say say it into your remote and they did the steroid trial, B. No oh, yeah. one's good. Everyone talks. Oh, Basically, just... everyone snitches in it, but Hogan and Vince. Brother. Everyone. Yeah, brother. And number two here, how do you rate Xander Zayas at 54? What do you see him accomplishing? What's his ceiling going forward? Uh, you want to go first, B, or me? Yeah, I like him. Um, I tend not to get too high on uh, these, like, super prospects. Um I think he's really good. I think he's really talented. I think we touched on it before. I'd we like did. to see him straighten up his shots. Uh, he throws a lot of looping shots. He flies around the fucking ring, you know, like an acrobat. Um, uh, I, Those guys who typically do that when they get to the next level of guys who can conserve energy, they'll let a guy like that burn himself up a little bit and then, uh, you know, start to do different things to – to to slow that movement down or allow him to expend a lot of energy. Jermaine Taylor was like that when he first started flying around a ring, throwing a million punches. Um, 
I think he's going to be good. I don't think that they would put this much into him. But again, it's boxing. There is the theater of the unknown when the time to sound super cliche. Uh, you know, when it gets really tough out there, we'll have, we'll see what his you know type of metal he's got. Uh, but other than that, I think sky's the limit. He's super talented. I think he'll be a world champion. When it was uh, when Berlanga was over at uh top rank i remember saying to you b why are they putting all the chips with this kid when the xander zayas kid is polite uh he's from the island speaks perfect english and yeah. perfect spanish good looking kid fight more uh fundamentally sound but the power of uh berlanga or supposed alleged power of berlanga was i told there. you I, I saw berlanga fight in 2018 Mm-hmm. At at King's Theater on an, the Evander Holyfield's promotional company, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, "This kid is the is a, he." But that's where he plateaued. Mm-hmm. I think it was mm-hmm. his fourth or fifth professional fight, something like that. Maybe something like that. He was he had an entourage. He had some reggaeton dude like bring him out mm-hmm. at, at a at a show with three hundred people. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, yo, who the fuck is this guy?" And they're like, "Oh, it's Edgar Berlanga." He's a three, whatever, national champion, amateur champion, blah, blah, blah. Zayas is everything uh, on the other end of that. I think he's well, uh, he's the 180. Right. right. But I think he's also he's he's a PR. Machine, you know what I mean? Big smile, he's a dream. He's a he's a he's a he's so, a he's so a, I hope that there's not like the dark side of that. You know what I mean? Like where he's a total nut job in private and he just breaks down once the lights hit. So. I hope not. Yeah, I don't that's think me so. being, that's me being cynical. I'd like from the uh, shorten up his shots. Uh, I think his stance is a bit too wide. This is nitpicking because we were being asked about him. Right. Just like earlier, I would have liked him to stop that guy this last week. Uh, okay. I think it was an opportunity to make a statement on an undercard on a when you when you're on a regular ESPN, that level of eyes is pretty much unparalleled. Not pretty much. It is unparalleled right. in today's box. Because we used to have as kids B and I, ABC, NBC, da, 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 da. Now, if you're on regular ESPN, that's the most eyes you can get right. on yourself. I would have liked him to, uh, you know, made a statement. He, the, the guy had nothing for him. I right. mean, that's just, you know, as far as, you know, skill uh, is concerned, the guy had nothing for him. Hmm. But uh, you got to start making statements when given opportunities. And they're very... They are not opportunities that are handed out lightly and having the being on the undercard on ESPN of a fight for all the marbles at 140 with millions of eyes tuning in. You got to know to turn it up, at least move your hands more to stop them. Um, So I think the things that B and I talk about tighten up his punches more stances a little wide. He might get more leverage on his shots. And I don't, well, not I don't. I know that he doesn't have his man strength yet. And he and might, and we got time to only tell if he has the, the, the cursed Boricua Barba. Yes. Once we see him get touched upstairs. We'll find out. If he's cursed. If he's cursed with the, There's only been one that hasn't been cursed. Solamente uno, and it's macho time. It's macho time. It's, 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 it's Spanish Harlem's own. Macho a Camacho. Macho dropping the N word on every HBO. two seconds. Every two seconds. But remember the first time yeah, he did it, yeah. the whole world stopped because like, they didn't know the Puerto Ricans said that word. Yeah. So Billy, what about Billy's beard? Where do we rate that? In comparison to what? 
I, Where did I don't come know. From? Look, look at that thing. That's, that's a 10. A, that's a that's a 12. This is like unkempt right now, too. Nah. I blow camp. dry it when I need, you know, to look fancy. Do you? Yeah. You put, you put curlers mm-hmm. in it? No, no curlers. Not yet. Hey, no. one more quick one here from Tyler from Connecticut. And I like that. Right. Maybe we should get the knockers to say where they're from in these mailbags. It'll give us and a little more perspective. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the, the other guy lives in the woods somewhere. Right. We're just making up, you know, stories over here. Poor bastard lives underneath a bridge, and I and I told him to go to underneath the bridge <laughs> to find someone to beat up. <laughs> so Tyler from Connecticut says, hey, fellas, does Bud have a win over any great fighters? And if so, who is having a strap necessary to be considered a great fighter? I'm thinking of Derevianchenko here. Keep up the great work. Oh, I see. Okay. Tough question. A great fighter. Um, Spence might. Spence. Spence will be his best win. Spence is his best win. They're the best guy the other one has ever fought. Yeah. So that applies to both of them. Uh, He fought some really, (laughs) really good guys. Um, Look. No. Great. How many great people are there? Like any the two know, guys fighting. Uh, right. right. You know what I mean? Um and um, does having a strap make you great was his follow-up. No, no because there's no, four per division. No. Uh, and 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 you can, you know, there's Cambosis no. is not a great fighter and, and was undisputed. Right. Um, so uh or at least lineal. Um he's lineal, yeah. Uh no, he hasn't. But again, it's very difficult to. I don't think Spence has fought a great fighter either. I, Historic, I agree with histor- you. Historically speaking, okay, they have a lot of common opponents. I Look, do think that Terrence Crawford and Spence are both great. So do I. I thought Yuriorkis Gamboa was going to be very special and could have been special. And he was undefeated when, when Bud beat him. Um, you know, inactivity, head case shit, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, Ricky Burns, Ray Beltran, I'm uh, Jerry John, Postal, John John Molina, uh, Dongo, Jeff Horn, Benavidez, Amir Khan, Mean Machine, Kel Brook, Sean Porter. Like, you know, there's uh, some good guys in there, but they'll, they'll be the first. They're both facing the, the the first great fighter they've ever fought. And to be fair, there's there's very few great fighters. Yeah, I mean, and also let's let's be honest. When when the timing of some of the guys that they fought, uh, Gamboa, his best weight was 126 pounds. He fought. Uh, Crawford yeah, I think he I think he did okay at 132. I mean, yeah, that, but remember that was when he was like he was. I think he missed weight, right? He yeah, said he kept head case shit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And another one of the guys that you and I, whatever their age is, we think they're 15 years older than that. He certainly is. Yeah, yeah, it's proof. The only, right. the only, yeah, it's like the 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 Barba de Boricua and uh, <laughs> the and Cuban's the, age. Cuban's age. Yeah. yeah, it's the same shit. Um. That's it for the mailbag. I thought that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good mailbag this this week. Yes, yeah, nice, respectful. You did a mm-hmm. you, you're a great you're a great orator of our, of our of our mailbags. Um, he's not half he's not half bad. 
You like talking about bags? I got to wait till the end of the, you know, two hours to, to get my. Sorry. You can join in anytime. It would just take you to watching a fight, you know, to actually taking the time on a Saturday. You know, bring me to a fight. Imagine listening to this nonsense this much and not. And we're so bad at our job day that he doesn't even say, ah, I might tune in. Right. That's yeah, how we, poor we, we are. We, we do nothing to promote the sport to get people excited for Correct. it. To bring Correct. new people into the sport. Correct. So we're probably Correct. detrimental to it. Maybe we should Correct. take a more cautious approach. Um and I what is the over under on how much telling people to assault fucking bums. Bums. What is the yeah. over under on how much of the last podcast that I was not in on that I listened to? I zero. Zero. <laughs> what do you mean? We, yeah. We, what do you mean over under? Under. Oh, you didn't even look. There's you, no you, way you you spit on it. What I are don't you even think about? you checked to see if our voices were on there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like Pablo could have given you a file of. Right. I don't know why. Of a phone conversation between yeah, us. Yeah. Well, he had podcast. Well, actually, like actually, I did tune in for the beginning of that a, a little bit, and because you guys were talking shit on me. To open it whoa, up, I, I, we were talking that, shit on me. That's some straight fucking holy shit been, right there. Whoa, that must have been edited. What are you talking about? Pablo. Yeah, Pablo put that in there. What were, we talking, have, what were we saying? Hang on. No, I, now I want to know, Captain Confrontation. I don't remember specifically, what? but because it didn't happen, you were commenting on the fact that I was enjoying a nice family vacation and you know wanted to take a little break from the recording. Oh, you mean an unannounced vacation where you ran away from this podcast and abandoned your mm, friends? I have to announce my vacations to you? No, it, it's it's called a courtesy. You're over but... there on an island. You didn't tell me a courtesy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, let me get off my surfboard. Um, we're getting serious now. Uh, no, it was just a common courtesy. All of a sudden, like, yeah, I'm in the fucking Poconos. Fucking sick. <laughs> Get no reception. Click. I was a big fan of him not telling us. And then his that boy was putting it, breaking his phone like five minutes yeah. into it. <laughs> breaking <laughs> his phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. He'll use that excuse in three more months because I'll forget about the last time he used it. He's like, ah, oh, shit, the kids broke the phone. Right. The and, boys broke the phone. And just mm-hmm. threw his kids under the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just typical. No, you don't uh, have to tell me what you're doing at all. I don't care. All right. I want to be your friend anyway. Okay. How do they write us here to get K E O T B boxing Billy and the beard he's to lead is Billy, Billy the Celt. I might have my own YouTube page. You should. I think you should. Just beard tips, beard <laughs> grooming tips. Yeah. How to get it so nice and full, mm-hmm. uh, voluminous, uh, if you will. <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me, Billy. Maybe we're on the old rapper. Comes up he's always that. thinking. Yeah, there you go. Uh, KEOTB boxing at gmail.com at KEOTB podcast on YouTube. Right, Bill? That's right. And you can find me at I underscore no underscore that underscore kid. And at the killer B24 on Twitter. And you can find Violent Vinny where? Violent Vinny. I like it's that. Un- it's very unnecessary. It sounds like a garbage pail. <laughs> it is a garbage <laughs> Yeah, I'm a garbage I want pail, that card. So Violent Vinny? Yeah. I think the Vinny on Garbage Bell Kids was V-I-N-N-Y. And I was here. Yeah, as a it's, kid. it's definitely. Um... Yeah, I was not happy about that. Um. I am on Twitter at 
Vinny underscore Paz. Uh, been talking more and more boxing on there um, as of late. And on IG, at Box Cutter Pazzy. New music coming soon. Merch, all of that. Uh, knock them out the box shirts. I believe our JMT store. Uh-huh. .com, jmtstore.com we got a bunch of new new merch there including the KOTB stuff but uh, yeah working on new music we're going to continue we're in a good groove with the podcast here there's a uh, lot of garbage pill kids named Vincent there is? yeah there's vaporized Vincent there's, <laughs> there's Vincent Van Gogh where he's holding his severed ear there <laughs> excuse me I thought you meant gone like gonorrhea whoa <laughs> Yeah, hey, no. Right. Uh, there's Vincent Slice. None of them. Uh, that's good. None of them are Vinny, though. They're all Vincent. I put Vinny in, and all I'm seeing is uh Vincent Van Gross, where he just shits on the fucking <laughs> these shits are crazy. Wow. They got they got scat garbage fail kids. Um are there Brendan and Billy garbage no, kids? Th- there was never a Brendan anything, no license plates at a truck stop, no mm-hmm. nothing. There's Brandon's mm-hmm. fucking Brandon, that hillbilly name. Mm-hmm. Um I hate Brandon's sworn enemies of all Brandon's. I get it. I Billy, I... Huh? You called me uh, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah. I almost had to kill you. Blasted Billy. It's, I like blasted Billy. It's 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 it's, yeah, a nu- it's a nuclear head explosion. Yeah, it should be him drunk. Blended Billy, your face is in the blender. Uh bully Billy. Huh? There's a bully Billy. Bully Bill. Oh, I see him. That's 100% you on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I like it. Goodbye, Billy. You're flushing yourself. Oh, that's not a real one. That's bootleg. All right. Well, we end with we end strong with garbage pail kids. We do. We do because uh, we're you know, three garbage pails. Jesus pails. Christ. What time did they turn this fucking thing off this week? Right, you're right. Halfway, probably. Oh, my God. All right. All right. We'll Thanks, see you soon. Nation. Peace. Yeah. Peace, peace. Knock him out the box, pass, knock him out.